0: Why shouldn't you text your ex happy birthday? Do you tell me why you think you should first? (laughs) I was just being nice. (laughs) You're not being nice. In the split second when she receives your message and it says, happy birthday, (laughs) hope you have a great day. You're just reminding them that you don't give a
1: Thank you, you so know. much. What's up guys and welcome to episode 119 of Dropouts. This week we've got Nick who needs to change his last name because it's I'm uh, brutal. I, I yeah. vile Vale. Vi-o. Uh, Viola Davis. I don't know what it <laughs> is, dude. It's
2: vile? It's vial. Vial? Yeah. Vial. I feel like that's not that hard to pronounce.
1: Yeah, but it is. What's so,
0: <laughs> you have cuz you have to like pause after the a i VI, vi vi all
1: by all, then all. Yeah, it's vi not all. the best yeah. can you cc in, me in with uh, your parents on an email see if we can get that switched up
0: i was having a conversation with my dad last night about it okay yeah,
1: let's okay. talk about it yeah. all right um hit some intro music and then we'll get into love dating this wonderful book um and blah 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 hit the thing jared dude <laughs>
2: What's up, B words, and welcome back to Dropouts, episode 119.
3: Um, back, uh, back up from the mic. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday! Come on, happy birthday! No, 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 no. The, what? That's that's copyrighted. We can't sing the normal happy birthday. Happy birthday
4: is copyrighted. You're not to?
3: No, it's copyrighted by like it was co- originally made by these two sisters in Louisville, and then. They're, Are you serious? Yeah, they made a fuck ton of money off. I of guess this as song. they should have. Okay, can we just say it? And but happy
4: birthday.
2: Yesterday.
1: There we go. The big one, too.
0: Guys, I gotta say, I'm already already just impressed with the first. Alyssa's coming in.
2: Oh, happy Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy happy
0: birthday
3: birthday to you. Happy, happy (laughs)
1: birthday. Jared, you're so worried about this not getting monetized. You always are worried about it.
2: Wow, that's so nice of you guys.
1: Yeah, blow it out. Woo.
2: All
4: right, I
1: made a wish, too. We also got you a present. Alyssa, will you give him the present?
2: You guys got him a present? Yeah, we did.
1: You
0: guys are the best.
1: (laughs) Um, we bought one of your roses off ebay from the from the actual show
3: from my season from
1: your season season it was on ebay it was on ebay
0: pretty cool yeah so so now you get to
3: like i don't know what to do with this but it's pretty
1: cool (laughs) i don't know if you wanted that you feel free to throw it away if it's from actual season. yeah we just thought it might be a memory how'd you find that a lot of digging a lot of digging digging. there's some super fans out
0: some super fan
1: yeah i I don't know what
0: i'm assuming one of the women
1: Oh, must sold have it. sold it, yeah. Oh, 100%. I don't remember. We did have our assistant do it, um, uh, yeah. but she great. found it <laughs> It was the idea. So. I'm taking
0: notes, guys.
1: I mean, this I'm is what you got to do. Listen, we don't want you here because we want you here. We're, we f- we're failed lovers,
0: honestly. And <laughs> All of Very failed. What, and, and I apologize. I've gotten to know Jared a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, How that, did you guys get to know each how's other? How's crush going, by the way? Oh,
4: oh Jared.
2: <laughs> How did you guys know each other?
0: Uh, we met at Nessa's birthday party. Yeah,
3: we met at Nessa's birthday party. Um, uh, and then
0: I mean, I've met Zach a couple times at a couple parties, but we yeah. didn't have the pleasure of a, the deep conversation that Jared and I. And I haven't had the pleasure of getting to know Indiana. Are you guys? Uh, is are you guys all single? What's the dynamic? That's, that's here? a
1: throuple right now, but we're open for. Yeah four okay we're open for a fourth gotcha
0: okay All right.
1: so we'll let we'll let you know but
3: jared how, i'm how is so the crush glad going? i'm
2: so glad you brought this up because anytime we bring it up it gets cut but you you're the guest so you have a free pass <laughs> yeah
3: i can't cut out. um i would i wouldn't say that crush is going anywhere okay. anytime
0: soon have you tried or are we just crushing from a distance
3: uh it was just crushing from a distance i thought about trying and then i was like ah eh, maybe not why not you know, I just I, I I'm a pansy. <laughs> Jared is
2: also riddled with anxiety. Yeah, well, I, when I, it comes I, to I that stuff. Yeah.
4: Do you? I
3: think
1: Jared. Okay, so he'll see a beautiful specimen from afar. Maybe we're at a club. Maybe we're at a party. Wherever it is. But do you have any advice on first moves? Oh, I need this big
0: time. Uh, I, and I'm not. I'm not a pickup artist by any. He he he's mean. not.
1: He's a fall in love forever yeah. kind of guy. So we need a, an initiation to a future wife.
0: I think for anyone. I think the, the problem with uh, hitting on someone in public is that it's really A, hard to do.
3: Mm-hmm. you don't hard. know their
0: situation. Then you get anxiety, you get nervous. And we, especially men, men have a tendency of thinking that this whole, the whole process of working up the courage to, to hit on someone or say hi, that, that takes a lot of our, of our energy. And in, in subconsciously, or even consciously, we're thinking that they, they owe us something. Like even if it's their consideration, oh you interesting, know? and so, um, and then if it doesn't, if we don't get the thing we want, it, it we don't respond positively to that. Yeah, usually. that's usually
3: that's when like the the roid heads kind of go off and they start yeah. With yeah. like, fuck you. You're, are, not, you're not, even not even pretty. pretty. anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
2: coming from like a, a a woman's point of view, I always definitely shut off a little bit when people approach me in public. Sure. Yeah. Like I'm always like. Like I get creeped out. I'm like, I mean, we have our guard up as we should at this point. Like I just get very much like, "Ah." yeah. I mean, as
0: I, as I say in my book, I mean, most of my book is very, uh, genderless in the sense that Mm -hmm. I write it from the, obviously a lot of it's based off of my perspective, but, uh, it's not really about like, you know, top five thing guys like, or, you know, things like that. But I, I, I speak to men in my book and one I'm talking about this topic And listen, if you're a guy and you have sisters or or women, friends or girlfriends, like if you ask them, if you ever like were made to feel uncomfortable or unsafe in a a situation where a strange guy came up to you in public, like a hundred percent of them will have a story. Yeah. yeah. So you just kind of have to empathize with the fact that like, you know, they women have reasons to have their guard (laughs) up uh, because there's a lot of uh, weird dudes out there. Uh, I, I love the title.
3: Don't text yeah. your ex happy birthday. Which, by the way, call me out next time. <laughs> hey, okay, call just our sister out. Man, just, call just,
2: all of us out. Yeah, we've
3: all done that. I've done that. I did that uh, two days ago. <laughs> there you go. Oh, did you really? Yeah, it was her birthday. <laughs> which uh, one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the toughest
2: one. Oh, we're one. saying names?
3: I'll bleep it out. So how do you
0: approach uh, someone in, pro- uh, 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 in public? Uh, think about gratitude. Have a gratitude mindset. Gratitude is the only feeling that can't turn toxic.
3: Uh, What's an example
0: like, of yeah. that? Well, so like, like happiness, right? Like that can turn toxic. That can turn to sadness. So yeah. It's like, it has like what I call refer to like an opposite cousin, right? So love, uh, hatred, you know, all these feelings have like opposing feelings. Like these good feelings that we think can be good, uh, if things don't go the way we want, they can turn into a toxic feeling. Yeah. But gratitude can't. You know, because gratitude is just the appreciation for something without expecting anything in return, right? And so, when you're thinking about going up to someone in public, I think it's as good to have this mindset of gratitude. I get the opportunity to do this. Uh-huh. I get the opportunity to, you know, shoot my shot to do something bold, uh, or I got the opportunity to see this beautiful person like walk across, you know, my face, and I get a chance to to hit on her or him, um, and then I think if you're going to say something, you just pay them a non-sexual compliment that, and, and you don't have an ask, mm-hmm. you know, because usually when you have an ask, then you're impl- then immediately you're putting that person on the spot. Hey, like I think you're hot. Do you want to go out to dinner? Hey, you know. Yeah. As opposed to maybe just going up to someone and saying, "Man, like, can I just say like." running into you just made my day. Um, <laughs> I
1: hope down, you down, enjoy right the down. rest of yours. Cause this is Jerry's normal pickup line. Yeah. He goes uh, up to whatever a, he says.
3: It's going to be Jared, so stupid. No, it's not. He, he usually
1: goes up to a, a lovely woman who I would never say this about. And he, he goes up and he goes, I would love to pin you down and fill those three holes like a bowling ball. It's That's That's weird.
0: Weird. That's weird. It's weird. Dude. <laughs> like you can't be going up to people
1: and being saying that like Nick, is that in your book? Like you can't be doing stuff like that. Uh, it's, implied. It's, implied. <laughs> it's implied. It's implied. It's implied. It's um, um, Implied.
0: But yeah, I guess my point is, it's like just uh, if you think of it that way, that that'll a a surprise, especially it'll that'll surprise the person you say that you just. If because like who wouldn't want to hear that you made their day? You made their day. Yeah, you're not asking anything from them. You're not you know you're not putting them on the spot. You're just letting them know you made my day because I got to like meet you. And then like trust me, if they're interested, they'll let you know.
3: Yeah, if they're interested, I feel like they'd be intrigued. They're like, well, what about me made your day? Or like, what about you know? They'd start asking kind of questions about that. And at
0: the worst, they'll say thank you and just keep on moving. And me either way, your mindset isn't you didn't ask for anything. You're just like, hey, I made your day. And even if they blow you off, you thought trust me. You, you will, you will even feel better because you literally made their day by, by paying them that compliment. Oh no.
1: The amount of people wow. that give me like a compliment on the fly that you think about in your car later, like, oh, and they it's just like, with no expectation, it's just I like, Oh, you look nice. good in this shirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um, it's more
4: specific. I
0: know but. that's a little cheesy, but I just think it's a mindset. Right. And that way you can get a little less nervous. And honestly, start pra- literally go out and practice complimenting start like uh, your heterosexual. Your, yes. Your, yeah. So compliment guys. Go out and start, like, complimenting men Jared, about, like, some random role things. And that way you won't get nervous. But what? but seriously, I would go practice. I'd practice with guys.
3: Your shirt looks fantastic. Thank you. I love your tattoos. <laughs> I
4: just started <laughs> rapid
3: fire. He pulls out a condom <laughs>
0: immediately. Like, Jared, slow your roll, slow buddy. Slow your roll. Um, yeah, I just think complimenting. And, like, if you pay someone a compliment and, you know, you just smile, usually they'll, like, Like if it's a a woman you're interested, they might be like, oh, what's your name? And then, you know, you maybe you have some there. It's supposed to be like, you're hot. Let's grab dinner tonight. You know, like (laughs) what are you supposed to say to that? They're thinking, they're like, will you murder me? You know, like 100% Jared has to cross that one Um, (laughs) off. I definitely okay. think that, like, I give you my number, you know, <laughs> like you've just made, you, you create a, a safer environment and that usually helps.
2: I definitely think that your way of knowing if we're interested is if we continue the conversation, yeah. like let us after you've initiated, let us lead it a little bit because when people have come up to me and they've been like, yo, you're hot. Can I get your snap? And I'm like, no like i think it's the, the same thing in me. business
1: it's you're trying to give the other person the easiest route to say yes to something yeah. and being the most comfortable so all the boxes are checked so if you come in with that approachable you know um attitude it's it's just much like, easier don't be
2: fucking weird like it's that's it's,
1: actually that's it you know close like, the book well, just 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 close just the
2: lie. book just don't be fucking weird <laughs> just, it's, it's just hard, one
0: page it's hard to be not weird <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't know you know like <laughs> i i get i get fuck i i get anxious too like i'm i'm It's nerve wracking walking up to like a stranger that you want to put yourself out there and basically say, I like you. Yeah. I hope you feel the same way about me. It's like at least your
3: outer appearance is just. And they're just
0: like indifferent, you know, like it sucks. It sucks doing that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So try to make it easier on yourself. Point taken. Enough about me. Let's get (laughs) into you.
0: I just really want you to get a a, a date with this person. Oh, do you? I was invested from night
1: one. Oh yeah. You should be. We got a, we got a wingman. Do you know this person?
2: I
0: met her. Oh.
1: Wait, this needs to be um, like a. Uh, is it Crazy Stupid Love? Good movie. Is that? But is that where he?
2: Oh, wing- no, isn't That's- it the Wingman?
3: No, Crazy Stupid Love, Ryan Gosling trains he, trains. This is Ryan Gosling. He's gonna train you. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty great. And then eventually I sleep with Marissa Tomei, who happens to be my daughter's or my son's teacher. Yeah. And then Oh, spoiler alert, man.
4: Marissa the Tomei. movie came Jeez. out in like this 2012
1: guy. <laughs> or whatever. Um, what point did you go through enough trials of love and relationships where you thought, you know, I might be able to speak on this. I might have a little bit more um, uh you know. Uh, quite a few,
0: yeah. Um, I
2: and mean, probably what it was. How long have you been doing your
0: podcast? Uh, we're about to hit our fifth, 500th episode. Um, Whoa! 2019.
3: Oh my gosh! Holy January crap.
0: of 2019.
3: So you do it almost every every other day, three times a week, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Well, we started once a week for the first nine months. Then it was twice a week for a few more months, and then it was like
3: two and a half times a week. Now it's just three times a week. <laughs> um, okay. What made you jump up? Like that's a, that's a lot of especially for podcasting. Like yours I, are all like an like, hour and a half. So these are
4: hour and a half
2: episodes.
3: Uh, They end up being like an hour and. Are they edited? Minutes. Yeah. But when Whoa. you think, Jared, when
1: you think of like a normal nine to five, it's like oh, three times a week he comes <laughs> in and like talks and. You that's know
3: what I mean? true. <laughs> that, yeah. that makes
0: and a lot of sense. It's like well, there are essentially three different shows, right? So I mm-hmm. got my like uh, called Ask Nick, where people like call in, they have a story. This is my situation. This is like, I don't know what to do here. Do you have any like advice yeah. and. People like hearing those stories. I offer them advice, and it's a fun thing. And then uh, I recap The Bachelor or other reality TV shows as my audience quite likes reality TV. Of course. And uh, and then I get to also interview uh, you know you're a celebrity or expert. And then we al- often do this thing called texting office hours where people call in and they want to like shoot their shot, and we help them draft a text.
3: That's really oh, that's, that's super really cool. interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. And you just had uh, like you have amazing guests on your show. Like you just had Billy Eichner yeah. on that came out today, right? It came out today. Yeah. Yeah. He was, That's really cool. He was awesome. Have you, yeah.
1: have you heard of the app five, five? I'm not. Okay. So it's, it's kind of interesting that you like craft text for people. Cause it'd be a good service for you to go on where it's kind of like cameo where people can pay, but it's way different so they can pay like a little bit of money Say you set your rate 100 dollars, and like, how do I craft this text to my ex? And you have five minutes to talk, and you just get to craft a little. I just thought it might be interesting, and, right, yeah. and you can get a sponsorship from them on on whatever. I don't know. Just trying to make I, I'm trying to you make him hear some money. about this yeah. app. Um, I might have some equity soon. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> it's He's fine. like, oh, no, Of course. Okay. It
2: could be good? Yeah.
1: Wait, wait. We've got. Oh wait, but we've got some questions for you, so you can get into what you're actually good I, at.
0: Well, let me ask you. I'll answer that well, last question. Yeah. Though, in terms of how many times I had to. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone. Uh, yeah, I've been through a lot of ups and downs. My buddy here who's in the, in the room, he's, you've seen a couple. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh, I had some bad heartbreaks in my twenties and, um, I made bad situations worse by, um, you know, prioritizing like my ego and, and, my competitive nature and not accepting things that maybe weren't right for me just cause you know, my stubbornness and, yeah. and the idea of that, like, Oh, you got to fight for love, which, you know, you do have to fight for love, but you know, not to the point in which it's maybe not healthy and things like that. What, and, what was your like
1: biggest red flag in your twenties that you had to cast away for it to be possible to find somebody that, you know, you could actually, for myself. Connect?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wasn't good at accepting things. In
1: what, in what context? <laughs> any contents <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know i'm yeah i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a persistent stubborn person which in business great yeah love that for me <laughs> um and i attribute a lot of my success to being a persistent stubborn person but uh in relationships um sometimes you just you have to accept certain realities that we we don't want to accept you know like So was compromise maybe a tough thing for you no, I've always been going to yeah. compromise in the sense, but it's just more like, for example, like I have, I've have great parents, you know, still in love, still together. And when you're, you know, 17, 18 years old and your parents are basically teaching you like, Hey, listen, not every relationship, all relationships aren't super easy. You got to good times and bad times. You got to, got to fight through love. Right. And so, okay, great. Yeah. That makes sense. I can yeah. fight for something that's important to me. Um, and then you you get in relationships. So and then you know also like love is special. You know it's like you gotta you know. And so uh, all I really knew about love is that it was really special and you had to fight for it, right? So when you get in these young relationships and it's not working out, you know you and then you start realizing ah, I don't really compatible. with We're not really compatible here. We're not really compatible there. But you're just like no love. Yeah. Love will conquer yeah. all. And then. And then when you you know go through a breakup, then your ego is kind of activated, and because you feel less then, so you want to fill that void, and so then you fight for the very thing instead of maybe assessing, well, how does this relationship make me feel? Well, yeah. I've been sad or confused, and like I don't really like how they make me feel. Like you don't really consider any of that. You just so, start going for it. You don't accept.
1: Like you had your persistence
0: you know, was kind of like blinders
1: on a horse, where you yeah. would push through even if you weren't happy in love. Correct. Just yeah. Because yeah, you
0: just kind of force the issue because well, if if if. Them breaking up with me or them not being happy relationship, I, that made me feel less than. Yeah, and and I focused on that feeling rather than thinking about is this situation or this relationship really healthy for me? Am I am I happy, and, and things like that. So I spent a lot of energy and I, doing doing that, which I think is fairly relatable for, for, would for you, people. Would you
1: would so would you try to make the partner f- try to be have them have the perfect relationship even if you were suffering? Um, is that like. Like, say the hardships, you, you say you didn't want them to feel bad or any type of way towards you because it made you feel lesser. So were you trying to give them everything even though it was taken away from what well, you had?
0: I wouldn't put it like that, but yeah, okay. I, I was often <clears throat> trying to do uh, 100% of my half and yeah. then, you know, 50% of theirs. Gotcha. <laughs> and you can only do 100% of your half. Yeah, I definitely what feel like I,
3: I have a lot of those tendencies yeah. as well. Like the people-pleasing kind of like... Um, not overachieving, but just yeah, overcompensating for sure. a relationship kind of thing. It's
0: mostly ego-driven stuff. I mean, like when I got I got <clears throat> cheated on by my men and fiance back in the day. His oh. wife was the one who told me about it. Uh,
4: Are
2: you serious? <laughs> yeah.
4: How was Whoa. that? How did they
1: break that conversation to you? That's a ball to drop. Uh,
2: How long was, were you guys engaged?
4: Uh,
0: not very long. <laughs> uh,
2: but still, I mean, you guys were engaged, like
0: we were. We were engaged. It was a it was a bummer. But um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, ego. And so, yeah, no one wants to think they can be cheated on. That's one. Yeah. That's usually if you got cheated on if for the first time. That's usually that thought you have is like me. <laughs> yeah, me. it's like uh, how could I get cheated? And so then then, then immediately that's all you're prioritizing. That's all you all you're thinking about. And so. Uh, I, I I view that kind of experience in my life as a, a turning point in my mm-hmm. life. That's when I really started changing my perspective on my choices and how my ego is playing a role in my choices. Uh, in, in and that's way, really when I got into like relationships and understanding all that. When and,
1: when the cheating happened, we're in your mind, were you at first blaming yourself? Like, why wasn't I enough? And then when did you maybe have that acceptance of, oh, that was their issue the whole time? Because I don't know if that that your ego brought you to that point. For sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And probably it, it, well, again, like I read this book called The Power of Intentions. um, Yeah.
1: Sorry to piggyback off that for like the listeners, if they're going through that, how, maybe like a roadmap of how they can get over that. And that is the other person's issue. I'm sure you're about to get to that, but yeah.
0: just, yeah. I mean, it, it took me a few months to get there. And, um, for me, like that, I, I had this specific memory because after that happened, it for, I took some time to kind of be by myself and I started going out and yeah. then, you know, you'd run into someone and they'd be like, Oh, so like what happened? You know? Uh, like,
2: yeah. It's the worst. And then you're just like, you know, just ended. Just you, know, yeah. you know, <laughs> when diff- Mutual. Mutual. Wasn't you know. right. And I mean, then like having the, as somebody that has been like cheated on in every single relationship I've been in, it gets so exhausting to have to watch a person's face. Once you tell them like, Oh, you know, cheated on me. And then they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. No, you didn't deserve that. And it's just the conversation gets exhausting. And then you're like, Wait. Just mutual. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it can definitely be exhausting. But I will say, you know, my, my first reason for saying, oh, it just ended because I was like ashamed to even admit it. Me too. And and then finally I was just like, wait, why? Why am I ashamed? And so yeah. I was like, I had this conscious thought of like, well, next time this happens, I'm just going to admit to it. And they, I had the response like like you said, well, again, it can get exhausting, but like, oh, that was shitty of them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it wasn't like, oh, "What's wrong with you?" I didn't get this look of like,
3: Ugh. yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like a leper. Like they Ugh. didn't look at you like they could because
0: that's that was the feeling I had. I was just really I didn't want anyone to know. I, I really, like I felt like I was wearing this kind of scar- scarlet letter, and so that was kind of a, a turning point for me in my head mentally. I was like, yeah, that's that's definitely a, her problem. Oh, of course. Um, I mean, are there any really things funny. to maybe?
1: I mean, this is kind of it's a yeah, situation based but anything that you can kind of look for in a relationship that you might have missed if that situation is happening just for maybe like i know warning
0: signs yeah, yeah wa- do
2: you look back and go oh of course yes and no
0: i i'm reluctant to enter it specifically because like some people are just really good fucking liars and you can really feel like you're insane if you're being cheated on and then like again then you start quite oh i should have known and like i think people should be easier on themselves if they get cheated on. That being said, yeah, I mean, I looked back because like I I'm just a big believer in like choosing to trust who you're with. Like don't bring that baggage in the past relationships into your new relationship. They're not that person. And again, like you know, if you get cheated on, you know, they just cease being the person you thought you knew, which that's the part you can be sad about. Is it's yeah. like, ah, oh, like I thought they were this and that was wrong, you know, but like you didn't do anything uh to do that. But yeah, I mean, you know, she was coming home at three or four in the morning. I just thought she was hanging out with her friends, you know, which yeah. she could have been hanging out with her friends. Yeah. So there was certainly like little things of like inconsistency where you're like, you know, I should have trusted my gut a little bit more, but you you know, what are you supposed to do? Like did it's tough of, to be in a relationship to be like, you must be cheating on mm-hmm. me. And you then know? how did you keep yourself
1: from carrying that with you to the next relationship and then becoming over protective?
0: Oh, one, I made it a priority yeah. to just not right. Yeah. And then I just again a- acceptance over the reality is that I I can't stop anyone from ever cheating on me. I have yeah. I don't have control over people's choices. Yeah. And I can do my best early on in dating someone to focus on getting to know them and ask them questions and see if I get a good sense of their character, but even then there nothing is guaranteed. So instead of like being paranoid and constantly assess obsessing over if someone might cheat on you, you just have to choose to trust because I've lived through being cheated on before. Uh, it sucked. Don't get me wrong. But like once I like had this uh, realization of well, I'm just going to be embarrassed for them, not for me. And yeah. then I'm going to decide to like see it as gr- I, I, I'm grateful. I've, I found out this way rather than finding out later on after we got married or with kids or yeah. shit like that. Um, and then I just stopped. I just stopped being afraid of it ever happening. It was yeah. just like, well, if it happens, that would suck. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to like, you know, if you enter into a relationship, it might end, you know, like shit. And I'm going to be sad if it does. Like you have to take risks in life. So once you take the risk, what's the point of making it worse by obsessively worrying about it and then making your new partner feel like you don't trust them because of someone they don't even know did something to you. And then nothing will kill a relationship worse than like someone apologizing for things they're not doing. Yeah. You know, When, when, if, if you, like for example, like jealousy in a relationship comes from inse- like it, it's an insecurity, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be an insecurity that you've dealt with from your past, you know, maybe some like attachment style or trauma or whatever, something you've yeah. been cheated on, or maybe your partner's doing something that's making you feel a little insecure. Maybe they're spending all their time with their friends and they're like, they're just not focused on you and but they used to, right? You, you sense a shift in how they prioritize you that can make you feel insecure and then all of a sudden you start wondering like oh, fuck why am I why am I asking these jealous questions of like who you with who you hanging out with and stuff like that but it all comes from an insecurity and so um, you you can you can be insecure at anything in a relationship so again it was just back to being like well me like ju- doing this and bringing this in this relationship is only gonna ruin the chances of this new relationship doing anything. So I just actively chose not to, and then I just stopped being afraid of it happening. Yeah. Do you think there, do you think there's
1: a way um, to actually fully forgive someone if it did happen and you want to try to work it out? Do you, or do you think that's kind of just a dark cloud that's always going to be looming over a relationship? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, there's always been forgiving and forgetting too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, credit, his, you know, cheating and credit history are kind of like the same. You know, yeah. past performance predict you know, future yeah. occurrences and the only thing to like gain that trust back is time. Yeah. You can't, you know, like... That's a good, that's a good analogy if for If you it. get cheated on, um, you can't... Uh, you can want to trust. I mean, a lot of people. It's just like, babe, I made a mistake, and you want to. You want to forgive them. You yeah. do, and maybe you're, you're. But you just you don't yeah. because you like it, it. Trust is, you know, and that's the way I look at it. You know, piggybacking off of what I just said, like recommending anyone to just decide to trust. Even if you don't know everything, you need to know to fully trust someone. But to give someone that you want to start a relationship with of any kind your trust, yeah, and that that is sacred in a sense that because you're doing it without them having earned it, you just choose to do it. So what they need to fucking do is really respect that and take care of it. And if they violate that, it's just really hard. It's just hard to get back, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And so it just takes a lot to you know. You can want to forgive all you want, but like whether you actually forgive or not, is sometimes not really even up to us. It's kind of up to our yeah. subconscious. Sub- subconscious I've always
1: know. equated um, like breaking trust in a relationship. It's like you break a plate for the first time. It goes on the ground and there are like three pieces like to the plate, you can glue them back together. There's still those scars though that you remember, but then you break it again and it's even shattered into more pieces. Yeah. And then the more you break that trust, eventually you can't even put this plate back together. Exactly. So that's great. That's it's, an, it's, 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 yeah.
4: really,
0: it's really tough to do. Um, Cause it just always happened. And then I'm a big believer in like, you know, the world's full of people who haven't, um, hurt you. Yeah. Uh, who haven't, you know, uh, who, who you didn't give them your trust and and they didn't, uh, I think that's
1: one of the biggest takeaways we can take from this podcast is just hearing like the world is full of people that haven't hurt you where so, so many people from their scars, they try not to get new ones when in reality, Probably a lot more people have band aids than they have weapons, you know. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people don't maybe see that after being hurt. Um, how do you?
2: How do you think, as somebody that like genuinely only sees the weapons, how do you switch your mindset into seeing people into seeing the band aids versus the weapons? Because I have a ama- I've got a big problem with that. Like I know that like.
0: And when you say only see the weapons, it, explain that to me.
2: I was in a very very toxic relationship. Yeah. Um And honestly, ever since then, my guard is majorly up with not even just people in relationships, but friendships because we started out as best friends and it really ruined my perception of things and having to just like how you said, like uh, the people that you get into relationship with, you choose to just give your trust over even without knowing them fully.
4: Yeah,
0: I think it goes back to so most... I would say if my book's about one thing, it's not about... Well, it's not. It's like I said this in the first sentence of the book. It's not about understanding other people. It's a, a, it's about understanding your own choices. Uh, I'm a big believer in the fact that no one lies to us more than we lie to ourselves. And it's, you know, we're... I'm in my head a lot. Yeah. I'm overthinking. Just it's, perspective. It's just so easy to lie to yourself, you know? It's just, you know, like, should I eat this cookie? Yes. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, even if it's, if, if it's that simple. And so... Sometimes if we get really good at lying to ourselves, uh, we get we get really bad at trusting ourselves. Um, and if we can't trust ourselves, that makes us nervous. If we can trust other people, um, so I I would, I would if I were I'd be curious, um, you know, about your ego and how you let that play a role in your choices. Um, as someone who has a big ego myself and who was not even aware of it or even considered it, um, and certainly had, wasn't good at controlling it. Um, I, I realized I don't think I trusted myself very well. Right. And so, um, because like I was, you're constantly seeking validation, you know, and if you're susceptible to seeking validation rather than fulfillment, then you're going to say yes to things that you might not need to. And then, and so, uh, and sometimes we're just afraid to hear the truth, even from ourselves or other people. So we won't ask those kind of qualifying questions. We won't check in we won't ask, why do you really feel that way? Or why are you doing this? Or why are you saying this? And you just kind of ignore it and you push it down and you push it down and then you find out they cheated on you type of thing. And again, while cheating is no one, never the fault of the person being cheated on, uh, one way you can help, you know, prevent that is as good at, Facing the possibility of hearing disappointing things, and asking questions, and listening to your gut, and and not lying to yourself because you're afraid of what your ego might say to you. And when I say that, it's just like because when that your ego is activated, it's literally like it's 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 essentially not a literally, essentially telling you like you're stupid. You hear that voice of like why do you fucking do that? You're a fucking idiot. You know that that voice in your head, you know, and things like that. And we don't like hearing that. So we often tr- very much make a lot of choices to try to make that not happen as opposed to just get it better at ignoring our egos and just saying that well that wasn't my fault. I didn't have control over that. Like it does not a reflection of me. You know, like I'm going I'm hurting and I'm going to heal and I'm going to you know move on and it's just getting better at that. So you kind of reverse engineer Get better at trusting yourself. Get better at seeing rejection isn't is a bad thing, but clarity to help you make choices that are better for you long term. And then I think that'll help you trust other people because you then you will know that like you you accept the fact that you can't control them, but you can still like. You'll get really good at just like asking people questions, paying attention to their answers. You know, it's just like, I know that sounds kind of shady, you know, and like, and then you'll know whether, uh, you'll
2: develop like more yeah. trust for your intuition. In you're, your yeah,
0: job. your are into exactly your intuition. But if you're lying to yourself because you're afraid to find out hard truths, then your intuition isn't usually very good.
1: I think, I know, I think this honestly, this book is going to help a lot of people. Um, don't text your ex, happy birthday. I just want to make sure everybody knows the title, but what, what, maybe what are some things that, some things that people might learn from it, like some that are in the pages that you really hope are some takeaways for people and where their mind can start changing into a more positive light when it comes to relationships.
0: I, my big hope is that like in any type of relationship, whether it's a romantic one or a friendship is that like, I used to always feel stuck in my thoughts yeah, and helpless. And so my hope is that people will feel unstuck with whatever situation, but other than like just learning how to be more honest with yourself um <laughs> so subtle <laughs> that's amazing your bladder
1: is maybe half the size of a <laughs> di- yeah
0: <laughs> um yeah i mean it's, it's kind of written in a way where it kind of goes through the like cycle of a of, of a relationship from like meeting someone dating to being in a relationship deciding if you want to move in together or well deciding you want to leave a relationship and then getting over them um but also like i guess my favorite chapter, I guess, to answer your question, is probably Chapter Ten, getting over them, because I really struggled with that, yeah. and it can be really hard. And people can love to hurt so good, and romanticize um, their thoughts and feelings on something, and um, and again, to feel unstuck, it's uh, it's. I I my my greatest hope for this book is that if people struggle with that, they read it, that they will find a little bit more peace and feel a little less unstuck because it it can be it could be a very scary thing to feel heartbreak because there's literal fear of wondering if you'll ever stop feeling this feeling again. Yeah. Um, and I hope that people reading, uh, some of this book, uh, will give people a little more optimism in that yeah. space.
1: Well, we've got a list of questions here, but, um, one that I wanted to highlight is after a breakup, how, do you have any advice on letting that person go? And, and maybe the the toughness of seeing them with someone else. Yeah. I mean, cause I oh. think that's, that's the hardest part about a breakup is the breakups may be over. It's given some time and then you see them first with the other person.
0: A couple of things. One, um, going back to that word gratitude when I'm, when, um, I think when you're in a relationship of any kind or a relationship is ending, it's important to consider two thoughts, hope and gratitude. Um, Hope is something you want for yourself about future things. Hope is not something you want in a relationship because yeah. hope is ba- hope is signaling something that it's an unfulfilled desire, mm-hmm. which means that you have a desire for it, a need, and you're not receiving that desire in a relationship. Like I hope my partner pays more attention to me or something yeah. like that. And so making a le- so again, someone dating your your part, your act stating someone else, that's his ego, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, it's, you, know, you compare yourself. Oh, I suck at this. They, you know, well, they must be good at all these things. And then what happens is like, you think about all the things your partner complained about you. Why? Well, you never did this. You never did this. You yeah. always do this. And then you're just like, well, they must be good at all that shit. And I'm not right. Yeah. You know, and it has, that has nothing really to do with that. Right. Maybe there's just one thing they obsessed over. Uh, and that's, so that's just your ego being activated, but to help control that is to like list all the things that you hoped would happen in a relationship that you didn't get, you know, yeah. I hoped this, I hope that things you didn't like. I mean, I don't like list building when it comes to like picking a partner, but I think it's pretty darn effective when you're like to remind yourself, uh, of what you are, of your values, you know? of your values, but like what you are freeing yourself from, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because when in breakups, we're often focused on what we're losing. You know, oh, I don't, you know, and, and sometimes that loss is just the literal time you got to spend with them. You, you date for a long time, you get these habits, it's comfortable, and now it's just like, well, what do I do on a Sunday afternoon now? <laughs>
1: yeah. You know? And, and it's during those moments that you think about them the most. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, this is our time slot. And that's that's those are the jarring like knife and twists of being like yeah those are the prison shanks of love you know the but in the reality shanks.
0: you write down that list all the things you hoped would change but like, well no lo- I no longer have to watch them play video games for two hours you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and maybe that's a completely different perspective but all you were thinking about is like now I have nothing to do yeah. and so we do that all the time and so I think it's you have to we let our mind our, our egos make our minds wander into things that aren't productive and it's not it's. It's not like your ego doesn't really give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> it just wants to be validated. I, I always hate shading on ego. Ego is great because it, in, in a sense, I, are you comic book fans? Oh, love, J-
1: love Jared, Jared just got hard <laughs> under the table. <laughs> you'll love
0: this. Then you'll love this. I can, I, I look at ego. Ego is the Phoenix. In X Men. Okay. Yeah. 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 And because I always I often if you hear me talk I, I, I shit on the ego a lot. Yeah. Right. And I, it's not my intention, but uh it's I ego is a superpower. Mm-hmm. Like the rising of the phoenix, but yeah. it's it's an incredibly powerful superpower that most of us don't know how to control, which it's is why you know a, <laughs> Dr. Xavier like did a whole spell on her because if like yeah. she didn't have
3: it, she was just like fucking like killing people, yeah. like left the or ego, right. Yeah. The ego's a temperamental bitch. <laughs> yes,
0: and so but ego allows us to like think I can fucking do that. Like yeah. I can move to LA yeah. and fucking make a, an amazing podcast and, yeah. and do all this shit and meet people and like that. That ego helps with that, but like it also also just fucks us up when we don't like a first and foremost just acknowledge that it exists you yeah. know what did they say like the greatest uh, trick the devil ever played on mankind is you know making them believe it didn't exist right but yeah. if you're not aware of its existence then you don't know how to like acknowledge it and control it um and uh but it will like it is a it is a powerful thing that can uh really you know Wow. Separate you from the two. So, she, I, I like, ego I like is the that. Phoenix. If you
3: don't know how, if you don't know it exists, you don't know how to acknowledge it and control it. I really like that because I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, especially if they're going through relationship issues where their ego is hit, you know, and then that's where they start acting out because they don't understand what's happening to them. Yeah.
0: Because we don't want to, like, when our hearts are broken. We have this thought of being like, well, did it not mean anything? You know, and mm-hmm. shit like that. And even having that thought of it, well, did it not mean anything? Is it, what also your ego letting you know that, like, well, not only should you feel bad about them like breaking yeah. up with you or cheating on you, but you're also stupid because <laughs> yeah. you didn't realize that you invested two years in something that meant <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Right. And so we'll even think about that, whether it meant something to them. And then we get focused on, 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 on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Do you have
1: any, uh, and we don't have to spend all the time on breaking up, but any um, tactical, um, I guess, advice on on easing the mind after, like after coping the,
2: mechanisms, yeah,
1: or like forgetting faster, if that makes sense, you know, like I don't
2: think you need to forget. I mean, maybe no, you not can... forget,
1: but a lot of people hold on to that breakup. Because I remember when you were in your breakup, it's like that guy didn't treat you right, but you were still like, why? I
0: you, I still want
1: him. I still love to him. hurt so good. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's uh, it's because it's it's acceptance. Uh, the hardest part about re- it's really letting it's accepting it's not blaming yourself for things that you couldn't control, uh, not letting yourself feel less than because someone of any kind decided they didn't want you in their life at some point. Yeah, And just that alone or, makes or you feel... Even,
1: but Or even if you were the one breaking up, you know? like I, Just like the ending of a relationship in general. Sure.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that can be tough. I mean, it's yeah. much easier. Usually what happens for the person breaking up is like they want... They, they—that's when they come back because it's—it's it's not as rosy as they thought it would be. This one's for you, Jared, by the way. Um,
2: this one is for you, Jared.
0: But yeah, I—I I I say that the, the, your sadness or your pain doesn't mean they were special. Yeah, you know, in the sense that just because you're sad or just because you're hurting, doesn't make them better than the, than what you yeah. thought. you yeah. know, because like breakups are just—they suck. They are. Yeah. You're gonna be sad. But it doesn't mean you're not, it doesn't mean it's not what's best for you or moving on. So a lot of it is just, it's just taking those kind of toxic thoughts of, well, I need to get them back because I don't want to be alone or I need to get them back because I don't want to feel less than.
1: And, uh, And that gets us
0: stuck in those kind of thoughts.
1: Also, I think it's one of the honestly best parts of life because. Breakups? Yeah, because that's when you are at your lowest. I agree. And and when you're at your... <sighs> like, you have nothing to compare it to if you've never been there, if that makes sense. You've never been tested that way. So when you go through a breakup and you finally get to a place, at one point you you exhale and you're like, I'm in a really good place. And it for whatever reason, it it really shines when you've been through something like that and it makes you stronger.
0: I I, I, yeah. I agree. How long ago were you cheated on? A year and a
2: half. Yeah, left. so
0: that's not that long and, ago. Yeah, I think... And in ten years,
2: and it was like for two years. Yeah,
0: in ten years, you're gonna it's you're gonna it's gonna be a, a positive story. You're gonna like you. Like will,
1: what what was that first breath like? I remember you said one one day you're like, wait, I didn't think about him yesterday.
0: I
2: think
1: you know, like, what did that feel like? That first breath of, oh, I didn't think I'm forgetting. You there know? was
2: like there was a point in my life where I realized. Um, because I would check up on his social media like often once when we yeah. broke up, just because I was like, what is he doing? Who is he with? What's his life like? Because I, that is all I had known for the last two years. Yeah. I'd been so manipulated and drawn out from everyone I knew, including family. Like he was the only person I communicated with. So there was a point in time where I, I, I don't remember whether I saw him or I, I looked at his social media and I was like, It wasn't necessarily that I hadn't thought about him. It was that I looked at a person and I was like, you're a stranger to me now. Like, I I know nothing about his life. I know nothing about what he's doing, how he feels, who he's in communication with. I know nothing about his family, his siblings, nothing. And weirdly, that was the breath of fresh air that I had because I was like a stranger when I see a stranger walk on the street, I was like, they have no hold over me. They have no, I have no feelings towards them. They have no feelings towards me. I know nothing about their life. They haven't affected me in any way. But
0: more importantly, like they, you weren't assessing any of like their decisions in life as a reflection of yourself.
2: And so I think that's when I had like a breath of fresh air. And I think that it was not necessarily like, yeah, and, and also obviously the days that I went by and I realized I hadn't thought about him in a week and then I hadn't thought about him, you know, in a month or something, um, they, they were really refreshing. But I think that the the unfortunate part about the relationship that I went through was that I don't think about him and I don't think about our relationship. I, I just think about the effects that it had on, on, on me and, and the rest mainly. It's the effects that I had mainly on my friends and family that sure. I think about mainly because yeah. I mean, like these two people mean more to me than anyone in the entire world. And like sucks. So that doesn't mean a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but like I held so much guilt over how they felt during that time period. Like, yeah. and I still do. I hold so much guilt over the everyone else in that situation. Cause I was so like, um one track minded i was like no this only affects me it's my relationship and my breakup it can only affect me but it was affecting everyone so i think that's really what i struggle to let go of
0: i hear you i've I've been there um i mean it's it's kind of ego still a little bit Mm -hmm. in a sense because you said guilt like because before you said the word guilt i was just thinking like you just kind of have to forgive yourself and just you know, I, I know what it's like to miss out on moments with friends and put my, my, my my parents. I, my parents were worried about me, me and, and shit like that. And but they like they just people want to love you, right? And that when you like you you're thinking about what you did to them and that's making you feel bad because you shouldn't have done that so you're stupid or you're wrong like again that's your ego and back to when you were saying like when you were stalking their instagram page what are they doing now who are they hanging out with well what you're not really actually finishing that sentence because what your brain was actually thinking who are they hanging out with instead of me you know (laughs) well yeah you know and that's that's what you were really thinking while you're going through and, and looking at their Instagram. So I think it's just, again, accepting It's it's an appreciation, like change your narrative, flip it on its head. You know, like, again, that's why, I mean, like truly in 10 years from now, this, you're going to, it's going to bring a smile to your face. It's going to bring a smile to your face because you'll, uh, you, you'll have grown so much from mm-hmm. it. It's going to be such a formative period in your life mm-hmm. that like everything, like you're going to, It's going to be your barometer for everything else. Who I can trust, people like what? How I'm going to value my time, my what I ask of family and friends, and and you're going to hone in on that, and you're going to be like super grateful that happened, and you're going to forget about the pain because, the truth is, like not to sound like the older guy, but like you just you just when you look back on on things that happen, you just start seeing it differently, just like a like a like a a movie that needs like that that arc in that movie where things have to go to shit before they get better. Mm-hmm. And so you look back yeah. on your life and you like, you you remember it as more of a movie and you you remember it as like this, like really shitty time that mm-hmm. you remember being sad, but you know, you survived it. And so it kind of, you kind of you're like, like have oh. proud, you're proud of yourself that you went through it and then you realize how much more it did. So, and in, in, for you right now, I think it's just accepting that it happened, forgiving yourself if you want to do the whole what I'm guessing you probably did maybe whoever you feel bad for family to say hey I just want to say I really appreciate that time that you were really there for me and yeah. I'm sorry if I was selfish and I, I bet I only thought of myself and I bet I was like always talking about my stories and I bet I probably wasn't asking you a lot about your life
2: 100% that's and, exactly what it was, yeah. Yeah. I was let's so go let's
0: hear it I want
2: it right here. now I have said sorry so many times
1: but yeah I you should get back it, with him <laughs> <laughs>
2: right
1: complete I, 180 I, take I think, <laughs> uh, I
2: think that i was so like you're you're very very much right like i did not realize it was affecting other people like i said um but i think like you're right my ego does come into play because i think the main thing that i was so hurt about was that like i mean i couldn't get out of bed i i was so distraught and so hurt by these situations that i was just like bedridden i wasn't talking i wasn't eating i wasn't doing a damn thing and i would check social media and he was like In Miami, partying, going to clubs, living his best life, got a new girlfriend after two, three weeks. Like, I mean, I guess it wasn't a new girlfriend. They'd been dating for a while. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was like all these things had started to happen. And I was like, how are you so okay? And why am I not? Like, and that, you're right, my ego played a huge part in that because I was like, I feel so stupid for allowing myself to be in this situation for two years. And he doesn't even give a fuck. So it's like, how did I let myself get there? And da 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 da. And I still think that way now. So I think I I think I very much need to work on the forgiving aspect of yeah. like it's well, not your fault. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, and again, that's your ego. Like, what, are you a mind reader?
2: <laughs> no, <You know>? like, <laughs> no, I am not.
0: And I I I say this to myself, and then maybe this will help you um, forgive yourself a little bit. I will always, forever choose to be uh, gullible and naive than just like not believing in anyone are a total cynic because like there's, there's nothing wrong with believing and trusting people. Like you're not stupid for it, you know? Like, I mean, listen, if someone tells you like something, you know, like, I guess there's a, there's a too gullible, but like people like tell me I'm gullible sometimes. I'm like, you know, someone I barely know says something that sounds like kind of nuts, yeah, but <laughs> like also totally possible. Well, you're on board, man. You're on yeah. board. And you're I'm there. like, yeah, that sounds crazy. When does that happen? And like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm like, all right, well, i all right, fuck. Like, <laughs> well, fuck, fuck man. <laughs> Like, you know, if I I, I'm a, I have a good bullshit meter, if you tell me something that's like not possible, I'll, yeah. but if it's possible, well, here we like, go, Jerry's a good person. Yeah, well, um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The BS is um, up. So yeah, I would just, I didn't, I just didn't judge myself for, you know, believing people. You know, and it's just like, and quite frankly, I started patting myself on the back for being someone who was brave enough to like just give people my trust. Uh, and it, it was kind of a way I manipulated my ego. And I guess uh, I'll start doing that. It's it's just like we're not perfect, you know. And I know we know that we we know to say that, but I don't know if we often believe it, believe yeah. it, or just even name the things. Well, sometimes out we, loud.
1: we we like read the headline of like the file but we don't download it if that makes sense it's yeah. like it's like it's in the cloud right now but it's not on our computer like go. we got to download <laughs> like that, an that file sometimes uh, but before we forget Alyssa, can you come here i don't even know i know I'm you don't want to be on camera can you sit right here just for a second um we're going to ask her question because she helped us come with the questions and the one that she needed help with was right at the top <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so huh are you a little nervous? Okay, no worries. Okay, so when someone isn't looking for a serious relationship, do you think that they, that can ever change? Or are you always hoping that one outcome that will never happen? Um, do I Should I say the rest or does that kind of cover it? Can example, you read it again for me
3: one more time? Okay, read, read the read example the with it.
1: Okay, when someone isn't looking for a serious relationship, do you think that that can ever change? Or are you always hoping for the outcome that will never happen? Example go out with someone who isn't looking for something serious and you are, but you like them and you get along well. Is it too naive to think you keep pursuing this person that you can change their mind into thinking you can be
0: in a relationship? A cu- couple of things. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking to you or anything. <laughs> but feel free to write it. my highlight you, you, you may. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to change for you they don't really change no oh, one that people
3: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that i could feel the heart drop from here uh
0: that's that hurt is your ego i say ego a lot i hope that doesn't sound annoying but like people don't change for anyone but themselves
1: and i think a lot of people right. hear ego is like a very negative i don't know it's it's like a one track thing you
2: very much changed my mind on 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 an ego like i always thought it was a really really bad thing to have which is like i guess it is but you've made me think that Anyway, I, I yeah, don't don't have like that, that's what I'm saying.
0: I don't know you very well. I don't know any of you guys, but like the little bit I know, you're all seem like successful people. You're, you have this great show. You're living in a city. It's really hard to make it. Like that takes more than just like a pretty face and a little bit of knowledge, right? You need kind of that dumb kind of like I can fucking do this shit, <laughs> yeah. right? But that's that same confidence that like really fucks you up when things don't go your way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I, it's I love good that you said and that
1: bad about business and love. It's like yeah. great in business, but if you carry that over to love sometimes you can sure be and our, anyway
0: our, our strengths are often our weaknesses yeah 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 but bottom line anyway they're so change. they're not change you know so yes they're not and people when people say i'm not looking for no one's looking for a relationship until they meet the person they want to be in a relationship with don't you know? just
2: focus on that line Alyssa, because i know you will you're gonna be like oh okay got it
0: another thing too is uh to help you accept this and then not be sad about it i would spend a lot of time thinking about uh, how that person actually makes you feel, not how you tell yourself you feel about them. <clears throat> I think there's a big difference because people often do the latter. You know, oh, People will yeah. meet someone and be like, oh, they're so hot, and they make like, <laughs> me laugh, and they like to travel, and I like their car. I like them. And they just decide to like them. And from that point forward, all they're obsessed with is making sure they are liked back and all you are is seeking their validation. You're not even like getting any fulfillment out of it. And then when you actually start thinking about how they make you feel, you start listing off feelings like confused, upset, less than, um, you know, and that's not so like you don't feel loved, you know what I'm saying? And this is how that, you know, and it's your ego wants is obsessed with their validation. That is not someone you know, when you think about that, they start becoming less attractive as a partner that you really, because now you're thinking, I like them. I know we could be good together. I see the potential and blah, 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 blah. But what you like, it sounds like in, 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 I've, I've been in your shoes. Like we've all been there. Right. And it's like, you're just seeking out this validation because you decided probably way back when early on without much thought that you, you liked them for a couple of things. And then you stopped paying attention to that person actually made you feel. So I would, I would actually think like list off how that, that actual feeling we don't often consider our feelings. We'll say, love, I love you. And then we think, well, I'm just like, what does that mean to me? But, Oh, I guess I'm just excited, you know, or, you know, things like that. But he's a, almost certainly not, changing and the only way to find out is to like walk away you know you investing more is not is not going to give you the outcome you want it's and you you walking away and making them realize that they lost something they want to prioritize is the only way to find out if they're willing to prioritize you
2: and as a reminder Alyssa didn't you guys go like a year without talking because you didn't talk to him and then he just hit you with a happy birthday
1: hey don't text your ex happy birthday we tried to tell. It's the whole thing of this podcast. So listen, you've you done did, it. Immediately. You deserve better. You yeah. do. Deserve, you really do. You are a nice person. You're a, a, a one cr- of the better humans I've ever met.
2: Yes, and as, as people that have not known you too long, you definitely do.
0: do uh, I, listen, I, I was in a situation for a long time. with... a uh, I was on the hopeful side, as I call it, of the situationship. That, <laughs> that would be you um, in this case. But you, you, it's easy. You just you're stuck. That's it. That's all. And it's, it's easy to feel stuck because. You you have de- you had decided long ago that uh, their validation was something you needed, and you don't, you know, and you started telling yourself that validation was actually special, and nurturing, and that would actually make you happy, but it wouldn't, you know, because validation, you know, it's it's a tricky thing. How does that make you feel? Like I just
1: went to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but you, do you feel you feel a little more enlightened. I do. yeah. Okay, good. Because he sucks. Um, sometimes yeah. that's got to be just said, too. Um, okay. Uh, what's the difference between a red flag and, I would say, a yellow flag? Of something that maybe... Like, I think what,
0: of yeah. it as more as
3: non-negotiables and pet peeves.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. great. We were trying to figure we out... We were
3: trying to think of the word words <laughs> to use for that besides red flag and yellow flag. This is For his,
2: so
4: long! This is his profession, yeah. guys. <laughs> there you know. go. <laughs>
0: well, that's not even mine. Uh, I learned it from a... a, a, a a behavioral therapist called Logan yuri who wrote wrote the book How to Not Die Alone. Uh, she oh. was on my podcast. Oh, yeah, so um, wow. with the
1: two toothbrushes,
0: I think that's yeah, the you nice that. Wait, Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you read that. Yeah, I'm, I love love. <laughs> like, Logan didn't come up with the word non negotiable, but using yeah. in the re- yeah. reference yeah, yeah. in terms of uh, of relationships, but yeah, um, so yeah, think of it in that tech in, in that uh, context because. Yeah, like people want to joke about like a red flag, like an ick. Like girls like to talk about icks and things like that. And yeah, a lot those of those
2: are just pet peeves. Those aren't red flags. Yeah, and
0: so uh, a red flag is just something that you just—it's a boundary, you know—you've uh, set for yourself. Boundaries you don't set for other people. You set for yourself. You ex- and then you express those through expectations, and you see if they're willing to respect them. But yeah, it's just something you're just not willing to like put up with in a relationship. I mean, maybe yeah. that's like different religion. Maybe it's just like not. You know living long distance, maybe it's just like I don't want to date someone who like swears <laughs> at me, uh, <laughs> who raises their voice, you know. So <laughs> hey. that those yeah. whatever you're you decided-
1: oh, you just tend to raise your voice because, yeah. um, not be a big deal. Um, next question. Oh, no, I oh, asked so-
3: for a friend, why shouldn't you text your ex happy birthday?
0: Do you tell me why you think you should first?
4: I <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being nice. <laughs> <laughs> I no, thought- you're not.
3: Who, who
0: Are you the being dumped or are you the breaker-upper? Breaker I was upper. the breaker-upper. Yeah, you're not being nice. Oh, Thank you.
3: I well, have been she thinking- texted me happy birthday, no. so I thought I'd return. Because the well, she is-
0: shouldn't have been texting you that either. In the split second when she receives your message and it says, Jared, and she's thinking, and again, if she has any hope, if she's indifferent, she then fuck it. But she if she has, she has any hope in that split second of like, oh, it's Jared, and it just says, happy birthday, <laughs> hope you have a great day. You're just reminding them that you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thank you, you so know? much. And then now they've spent the rest of their birthday like you reminding them after they got their hopes up that uh, they don't want, they don't care about you.
3: Now what happens if my <laughs> mom also texts them happy birthday?
0: Oh my god, tell mom to stop <laughs> because she's yeah. hanging on to the fact that your mom still. Oh that's a, like a a that's
1: a big thing yeah
0: yeah okay, I well, think that like hope, 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 hope hopeful people are really good at lying themselves because they they they're holding on to hope and to hold on the hope you actually have to like find things that don't exist to keep the hope alive. I think that's our number one
1: evolutionary quality is hope when it comes to human beings. So it's it's the same thing when we were Neanderthals. It's like we had hope that there'd be food out there. And yeah. now we have basic instincts of everything's not very hard. So now that hope is fueled with something that's really triggering in their brain. And some, the most recent triggering thing, instead of finding food, is finding the love back with you. So you got to Gotta stop that.
2: I feel for the. I feel for her, and I was literally thinking about. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Dude, no, I, that's what I, was what I was literally trying to thinking.
0: Be nice. if, you, if you really cared about her, you'd let her. You'd just, let her go, you, and you'd, you'd, you'd let her, just... her hate you. Oh, okay.
2: Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> I truly believe. No, I. I am so. It's such a hard thing to do, but like. <laughs> loving somebody in a breakup is is the hardest thing you He's can like, why are
4: you picking on me <laughs> no, because
2: it's true because loving somebody in a so breakup stressful. as somebody that was on that side of things it is the hardest hardest thing and the minute the minute he allowed me to hate him i moved on and i was like why am i gonna put energy and time into a person i don't like anymore goodbye
3: she's gonna hate you before she can be indifferent about you Okay, so next time I'll tell her "fuck you" on her. No, <laughs> no, no you just, I'm just I'm let kidding. her go. You, you let just, her would, go live yeah. her life. Yeah. Okay, I because I if she being, are you are you hitting her up now and
2: then? No, oh, no,
3: no, I really don't. Hey, bud, I really don't. You guys
2: went and got coffee last time you were in the in her hometown.
3: That was because she yelled at me the last time I didn't do that.
4: Well, Because that, she, she has wants,
2: hope. She still wants to play Okay,
3: house. well, we didn't have this <laughs> podcast before, but also, so I didn't know.
2: You, I get it. But, like, the girl has hope, and she flat out told you to your face that she still has hope for you, and she's still in love with you. You need to let her go. Yeah.
1: Well, if you have no intention of ever getting back
0: with Which her. Which you don't. right? Even, no, even
2: if you had intention oh, in the yeah.
0: future, you still let them go now. You don't get to, like, put people on hold. No, I'm not, I'm not putting people on hold. You but, she,
1: but in her mind, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not saying your intention no. is to put her on hold, but you are yeah, elevator music.
3: unintentionally doing. <laughs> you, are,
0: you are hanging out with her at your convenience, <laughs> and uh, you are also you would rather not be the bad guy then then let her go <laughs> i feel like such a piece of shit okay i mean we've all done this yeah i know we've um, all
1: yeah. done it and that's it's also something there. to not be yourself up yeah. about as well as it's this. more
0: normal to do what you did we're all selfish people you know like if and we're very good at again lying to ourselves and, and convincing ourselves and manipulating ourselves to be like, no, I'm just being nice. Because you know, yeah. you
1: you actually have zero intent of
3: being like malicious you in that a- way. Oh, okay, being malicious. Okay.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <We're- laughs> you're
3: about to go in. The yeah. reason
2: why we are friends, the reason why we are so close to you, is because we're able to have these real, genuine conversations with you. Just like yeah, two minutes before, don't
3: have them on the fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
4: the same thing.
2: It's just like two minutes before everyone walked in the door. You're like, I'm not trying to be mean, but your face looks really shy you need to go fix that and i'm like normally you guys complain about because, that but thank you because like that's a real genuine conversation that not everyone has with people and, it's and, stupid yeah. but like you know what i mean and if it's you, the same thing
1: here's an also another ego thing if you think about this not as we're attacking you but this is going to help someone else exactly that's you know what i mean that's very true um, well, it's I mean, like
2: everything that you said
3: switch the mindset slightly
2: a little bit of my ego is like damn like whatever like ugh. but like In my head, I'm also like, that's very sound, great advice that I need to take into account. And I'm like, this person just wants to help other people. Take it. Fucking take the advice.
0: Well, I mean, and what you just got not to pick on you more, but uh, (laughs) I'm glad this topic came up because it, it really is what my book's about in a sense, because... Yeah, like you seem like a really great guy, and Thank whoever you. this person you talked about, I, I'm sure you really care about her. I and I don't for a second thought that you were ever maliciously being like, yeah. I'm just gonna put this bitch on hold. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and um, and that was my alter ego voice because of someone who doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't referring to anyone as a, as a, as a bitch. But um, I, I don't believe that you ever thought that or said that. No. But again, like it was, it's really it was really easy for you to lie to yourself. And just be like, I'm just doing this to be nice because that was a lie that you told to yourself first. And the truth is, you just didn't want to feel bad, or you wanted someone to go get coffee with, or you didn't want her to yell at you because, you know, like those were all different motives than not being the bad guy. Mm. And these were all these little lies you told to yourself. And then that made it hard for you to trust yourself. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like these are these little things we tell ourselves all the time that fuck us up. Oh, man, he's reading me like. And oh. you know what I've
2: also realized is that, like, I, I get attached to my friends' partners. I genuinely do. This conversation has also made me realize that, like. Our friend group has to let her go now. Like, I, I have to, like, distance myself from her because when she DMs me... And yeah, she,
3: so they're fucking going to go see her. I'm not actually I going to go her. see her. I'm trying to get with her myself. But, like,
2: no, when she, like, DMs me and she's like, hey, if you're ever in Chicago, like, I'd love to see you and stuff. And she swipes up on my story and likes my stuff. Like, I like the girl. She's, uh, she's really, really sweet. But this conversation has also made me realize for her own benefit and for her own sanity... I have to let her go with somebody that's a part of your friend group and somebody that is your best friend, I need to distance myself from her too. Like, Listen, I,
0: I don't think you have to give up a friendship.
2: Well, awesome, thank you so much. <laughs> then I won't. <laughs> <laughs> if,
0: if, if you genuinely wanna be friends with her, if yeah, you're being really do. nice like to her, her out of like loyalty to him, then you no longer no, have to No, I really do like that. the girl. I, yeah, it's not, it's yes, not your job. You, yeah, you be friends with her. You it's be be not your her. job to get like make, you know, like I think him, make act treating her like she no longer exists will do the trick.
2: Okay, <laughs> awesome. Um,
0: okay, cool. And, so I and, can still be friends with her. Yeah, and and saying if she and when she when she calls you out and she yells at you and she says you're being an asshole, you staying your ground and say I just don't think we should be a part of each other's lives anymore. Huh. And I really care about you <laughs> and and I And
2: I'm doing that because I care about you. No,
0: you don't say that. No, don't, don't say yeah,
2: that, but yeah, I'm saying that yeah. that's why you're doing it.
0: Yeah, she's gonna listen to this podcast. Um, You got to be careful about things like you know, like when you're when you're breaking up with someone, right? Like, I don't think just we just we just can't be together right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what that person Uh, heard right now? Yeah. You know, and so like when you're trying to communicate with someone of like that, and we do that because it's awkward and it's nervous, and so like we will add these words, maybe sugarcoat always, and and we don't mean it. Yeah. You know, right now means never. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and that just sounds too harsh. But like, you got to let people think you're the bad guy sometimes, so that they can move on. And that's the selfless thing to do—to take it on the chin.
1: Like that's—that's <sighs> that's that's what Billy Eilish was no, trying to teach. Maybe in this, this instance, time. being a hero is being a villain. You know,
0: there you go. <sighs> oh, Back to the comic books. That's great, that. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's my next book. Or that's your next book. Being a hero is being a villain. Yeah. Um, I've lived long enough. I, I'm very <laughs> interested to know, because anytime we have a question, you're able to pull that bucket up from the well of, of a water of knowledge poured over us. But who filled that well for you the most? Like
4: Who, who,
0: who, who, who put
1: that water in there, you know?
0: Uh, well, I guess probably my, my parents uh, to start with. Um, uh, I, I've always been someone... It started with my parents and my parents... I think the greatest thing my parents ever taught me is to or setting the expectation of, 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 of parenting me. Like they, 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 they had a lot of rules, probably even too much, but I, I, uh, they allowed me to be coached by other people and I played sports. And, and so what was your sport of choices? Uh, I ran track in college. That was probably my best sport, but I played every sport. Um, We'll have to play basketball sometime no worries um anyway uh, uh i haven't played in a while you'll smoke me no uh, i have a torn but i ACL. hustle i hustle i play d <laughs> i have a tour in acl we'll be good <laughs> and
1: uh sorry i had to slip that in there <laughs> uh, No,
0: know no, no that's great and then what were we talking about what uh, talking no about?
1: no just yeah who filled that well for oh, you um and
0: so yeah i always sought out mentors and so i just think i accumulated different things about relationship i mean like it, most of my relationship advice came from just my real tough breakups and reading some books and just self-reflective. Um, I used to be super religious and there were some priests who I had relationships with um, that taught me some valuable things by relationships. I mean, just like, you know, normal. Like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, no unfortunately you have to clarify that these days of course Um, were you
1: in the spotlight film anyway keep going um (laughs) um,
0: so yeah i mean in terms of and so i've had a lot of great mentors ex you know ex girlfriends too you know ex-girlfriends taught me a lot and and did you back to what i was telling you before like you someday you'll be appreciative of that person again not in a way that you will think about them constantly but like my ex you know my buddy, who, like, I, when I, my first girlfriend, I, I was with him when I met her, right? And so, like, she never like, crosses my mind. But if you bring her up in conversation, there's this kind of like, just like a fondness of her appreciation. And she hurt me a lot in the, during the time, you know, like, there are a lot of, some real, I had some really ugly memories of her hurt breaking my heart, but like, I have nothing but love for her, you know, and it's so you just, you think of it differently over time. And they taught me how to, they put me through it. And
2: how long ago was that? Can I ask?
0: A long time ago, like so, tw- twenty years.
2: Okay, so, okay.
0: No, I'm sorry, 15, 15
2: years. Ago. Well, no, that just gives me per- that gives me like it gives me perspective
1: you in- of of evolution and that life's not saying. you know.
0: I, mean, I, I think in five in the years, ten, you you'll know what be I mean? there.
2: Yeah, th- th- that's five. what I'm saying. Did you ever think you'd be
1: kind of you know in the spotlight a little bit, or 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 was that how did you get? His into- wife signed me up. Oh yeah, for the I bachelor. Like his yeah. wife's done a lot for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. She has. Like, she has. Was the bachelor your first like? taste of yeah anything yeah i mean
0: before that uh i mean i wasn't even pl- i was i used to work for a company called salesforce sold so- crm software yeah. uh <laughs> and i really quite liked my job plug uh, <laughs> hope they're yeah, doing well they're, they're yeah they're doing well go get some crm <laughs> um yeah i just uh i i enjoyed it i guess you know i i enjoyed it as a job but yeah. it still felt like a job right i think we always sometimes when we fantasize like, is like this is is this my greatest life i'm living yeah um you know, at the time it was, I guess, good enough. And because um, you've been on five seasons of The Bachelor, four. Well, because fir- I
2: currently have a friend doing that.
0: Because well, the first Who, one, she's uh, like currently. So filming. she
2: did. Uh, she's on Zach's. She did The Bachelorette, or I mean, the Bas- The Bachelor. She did The Bachelor.
0: She's been on it.
2: She's been on it. What's her name? Brittany.
1: She's like that. Could be anybody. That's all of them.
2: <laughs> Brittany Galvin. She did the, well, she did The Bachelor and now she's doing The Bachelor in Paradise. paradise.
1: No, the reason I've said you've done five mm. is because you're uh, the second oldest of, uh, of 11. Yeah. So, I mean, you were just born like trying to get your parents love. You and that's basically The Bachelor. 11?
2: Okay,
0: so. I have 10 siblings, yeah. Oh, wait. I told you that. Catch yeah. it.
2: Oh, wow, that kind of <laughs> just slipped through my fucking head. It's okay.
1: Yeah, they wanted to do, they really liked The Cheaper Brother does a movie, but they didn't want to commit fully. Right. So <laughs> they only did 11.
0: It's, wor- it's worthy of being surprised twice.
1: Yeah, that really
2: is. Yeah. I mean, like I'm. We'll just I'm cut from a big rea- family, but we'll cut
1: this reaction at the beginning so it all makes cool, cool, sense. Cool.
2: Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I'm from a big family. Like my dad is eight, but like there's something about double digits, man.
1: I mean that's a that's a football a team. Yeah, mostly guys or mostly girls.
0: Six girls, five boys. Oh, so, wow. Okay,
1: basketball. I mean, they got a six man on the girls team. You guys could play that's... full pickup with it in case someone's injured. You got a reserve. My sister played.
0: <laughs> my, my sister played professional basketball in Europe. Oh wow. Yeah. she's six three. Holy shit. shit. She's my height. Are you all tall? My dad's 5'8". It's kind of funny. Whoa, how tall's your mom? 5'9". All right. Did. For a for a woman, that's pretty... It's no, no, that
2: no, that, that's tall yeah. for a woman. But it's just like, I mean, where okay. do no, you? The kids,
0: and they I, were I'm, popping out. I'm 6'2". I have a brother who's 6'4". And you look like your dad, right? I have a brother six 6'3". Yeah, okay. we have similar 6'3". 6'3", 6'4", 6'3".
2: Like, how did... I just would... I don't know. Maybe we just... Uh, I have a might... couple of... Sh- yeah, I don't
0: know. We'll bring your mom in the podcast. Ask her some my questions. My mom has a diamond <laughs> gene. I look enough like my dad. Okay, good, good, good. I just
2: We're just putting it... Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, no no we believe it isn't that crazy though why we yeah. most often look like our fathers
2: i look like my dad. actually i look like a 50 50 split
1: boy were you were you about to drop some uh
0: well it's like it's 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 evolution is it like, the pungent square it's like evolution's way of letting the guy know it it's his oh what? Yeah, yeah
1: that really yeah. i don't think my dad wanted to know he's like dang it oh yeah that one's mine and you do look like your dad yeah unfortunately well, I'm actually, fortunately, he's a good like, looking guy. I could be. You don't like your face? Um, No, no, no. I've never really liked it. It's a good, good um, face. it has
2: got a great face. I was, I, was, I, was ba- I was baiting for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay. Any advice on, this is trivial, but I, I guess a lot of people do seek love and they go through the dating apps and that just becomes another scrolling thing. And I guess how do you find yourself in a place where, you kind of just have to let it come naturally or is it okay to seek it out?
0: Oh, I think it's totally great. It's great to seek it out. Yeah. You know, but you also have to know when to take breaks. Like dating can be fun, but it's also like a fucking grind. Yeah. Just like working out can be fun, but yeah. you know, like also can be a grind and just like working out, you know, you need to take breaks because eventually like the, like, you know, law of diminishing return, you just need to like fucking just rest a little bit. So things can like, you can build it back up. And so, um, so knowing when, like, if you're if you're actively dating, just know when to take breaks. If you feel fatigued and tired, take a fucking break. <laughs> you know, um, the, you know. I always you just gotta remind remind yourself that you're only looking for one. And and we're told that once we graduate high school, we we're supposed to like find love. And yeah. and we're told that if we don't, we're we're less than. And we nowadays we don't know anything about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Eight, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Fuck. You know, I don't. I don't really feel like I really understood myself until I was twenty-eight. You yeah. know, that's me. Everyone's different, but um, it's it's really hard to um, find out who you're supposed to rest of your life with. Yeah. Before you know yourself. Time. Yeah. Just remember. When you're thinking about dating and you're so like, and you're single and you're having a hard time finding someone, ju- just remember the rest of your <laughs> life is a long time. And th- like, that is the goal unless you enjoy heartbreak or awkward conversations, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like your goal when you meet someone is to like, be with them the rest of your life. Whoa, and that you're that only is
2: just your hammering that word
0: looking in, for that is. one. And so just take it easy on yourself because like, and then uh, remind, remind yourself, you're only looking for one and so it's not a popularity contest. It's not to see how many people you can get to like want to date you.
1: Because I, I think from the the book that you referenced before, I don't, not to die alone, how not to die alone. Yeah. He talks about um, the prom queen, you know, and, and that's somebody that you just kind of have, like they look good on your arm almost, or like they're, yeah. they check all the boxes of what somebody should be, but do they actually make you feel the way that you want to be felt? And, or, or they just look good to the other people? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Well, oh, 100%. I,
0: my, 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 uh, my fiance who cheated on me, my second girlfriend, I loved the way we looked together. Yeah. And that was the catalyst for our entire relationship. Yeah. You know, uh, it's embarrassing to admit, but yeah, when you, when you really think about it, cause I was like, we have nothing in common.
1: Are you, <laughs> um, Are you- Are you currently married or fiance or?
0: I have a girlfriend. Girlfriend.
1: Okay. What? I I don't know. I feel like you've gone all those relationships to this point. What about your current relationship? Kind of maybe check those boxes or, or what did you find in that that was really securing?
0: Well, we communicate very well. Um, We're quick to check in with each other. Um, And she is very confident and secure with herself. And she very much communicates what she wants, which I find attractive. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't kind of passively aggressively, you know, be like, "So what do you want?" Yeah. And I know not. She just tells me what she wants, and then if things change in our relationship, we are pretty good at addressing it. And I think that's something I've had. I haven't had as much in other relationships.
1: So if she brings up, she'll bring up something. Maybe she's not happy with in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. How do you yeah. exile your ego from that?
0: Well, it's really how you communicate that too, because it's hard to you. It's you know, you're in a relationship. And and just because you feel something doesn't necessarily make it true. Yeah. We're entitled to our feelings and we're allowed to feel however we want. But uh, I think it's I, the same thing
1: with jokes and comedy. Yeah. You know, it's, you don't have to subscribe to that. Like, you're allowed to feel how you're going to feel, but I'm allowed to, like, still have that joke or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Or especially in relationships. Yeah. Like,
0: you, you, if you care enough, you, you want to, you have to prioritize your. Your partner's feelings, but they have to prioritize yours. And so when we feel something, we can't just say, I feel this way. Therefore I'm right. It's just, we have to communicate that feeling. So instead of, instead of being like, you know, we never talk enough anymore. Yeah. You know, it's more like, Hey, I'm feeling, and you know, a great way to disarm your partner is to just first address what's really going on here is that you're feeling insecure about something. And so instead of being like we never do this, we never do that, you never do this, you always do that, you just say, "I'm feeling insecure about this." It's it's sort it's my feeling. I don't know if I it's something I need to work on or yeah. you, but I'd love to talk with you about that.
1: I think it's healthy to eliminate absolutes in yeah. in a lot of parts of your life, especially relationship of this is the way it is rather than I like the way that you describe of, yeah. Cause it is just that feeling and it's, it's getting them to know why you feel that way. I think that's when you actually make some progress because the biggest part of a relationship is, um, I think having a partner and the, the more often you can pot- not put them on the defense. I think it's, it's better because then at, then that's when I, and personally, I think it becomes a battle. It's an argument where it's two sides rather than you know, totally. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. And that's just, a, you know, this is a, honestly just communication tactics because also too, like you and people listen to this might be like, well, actually people when I'm in a fight, they'll accuse me of being like, well, you're just insecure. And so like, even when you name something up front, you're like, you're, you're, you're taking away their ability to weaponize that against you. It's like, I, I am feeling insecure yeah. and I want, I'm, I want to have a conversation with you about it for us together because, you know, I'm assuming this is a priority for you of me yeah. not feeling this way. And let's talk about mm-hmm. why I'm feeling this way, and figure out whether it's something like, and my guess is it's probably something we're both playing a role in. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe you're doing something that's making me feel this way, but maybe I'm snowballing it by like you know, getting more toxic thoughts. And so maybe it's something we can work on to get, you know, what I'm that's his conversation, but oftentimes we accuse
1: to your gullible statement of a lot of people, they do jump to that. Oh, oh, this is how it is. This is how I'm feeling or this is the way it is. And I know it's negative because I've already built that narrative in my mind yeah. rather than this is how I feel, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I, I'm going to trust that your intentions are better than they are. And I think that's a much healthier place to come at in a relationship, at least from what you've, well, say. yeah.
0: And then again, and, and even in that situation, if you let's say you're being this super nice, understanding, communicative person with someone who's cheating on you, well, you are setting them up to like have a conversation and not get defensive. You don't, you haven't triggered any alarms yet. And that way you can ask more questions and, and you can listen to their responses, especially if you're willing to like hear the, the hard truths. Because, like, I mean, if, if me, like when his wife, when his wife, my friend like told me she was cheating on me, I, I did not want to believe her. Mm-hmm. She actually immediately became the enemy in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So course. instead of like, you know, and, and I, and I, I went to my then, you know, fiance at the time and be like, well, I heard this, you know, it's like, I, I said, are you doing this? But I, I wanted to believe that her. And so, uh, and, and while you want to trust your partner, what I wasn't willing to do is to ask some qualifying questions, be like, well, I, I need a, I have some questions, you know, like X, Y, and Z, this isn't making sense X and, and, and then paying attention, whether she got defensive and or accusatory or just like talked through them with me. And so
1: you went on these, these shows that are surrounded by love could be artificial, could be real, whatever it is. Um, the bachelor, how, from like a business standpoint, I was really interested because you said you have that business mind. Um, how did you, change those opportunities into this opportunity now of like this is what i do for advice and this is what i do for love or whatever it is
0: yeah i mean it was you know going on the bachelor gives you yeah. a platform uh or it can and it did for me
1: were, were you going I, I should rephrase it were you going in with any kind of strategy it's like no
0: okay no i mean it's different now because when i first went on social media existed for sure i mean yeah. instagram it was all there what but year not, was that 2014 okay but it wasn't what it is now, yeah. right? And people weren't monetizing it the way they, they were now. And so I just kind of went on because I was like, I've never been to Europe, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, Why not? I've never, you know, I went, I was like, I went I went to casting because I'd never been to LA at the time. So I was like, that was pretty cool. And, but after I went on, um, then I have, you know, I kind of had this platform and I thought to myself, well, I certainly want to see if I can do something with it. I was fortunate enough that the people I worked for at Salesforce were very supportive of of me taking risks and, and you know prioritizing you know myself. You know, they kind of took the approach, "Hey, listen, we're a growing company. We we're constantly hiring good salespeople. We know you're good at sales, so like if you come back, we'll yeah. come back. So why don't you go ahead and try this thing out here?" And so from that point on, uh, once I was given that opportunity, then I kind of try to figure out how I could, um, do something with the opportunity. And I think the the kind of epiphany, I suppose I had, or the outlook I had that I think really I would attribute most of my success to is the recognition that going on the bachelor specifically, um, what it does is it gives you incredible access but it doesn't give you any credibility, and it's important to know. It was important for me to understand the difference. Yeah. You know, I it was, it was important to understand why I was getting into certain rooms, and it wasn't because I was their equal. And maybe in some rooms they could be judging me, or in other rooms, you know, they could just be fascinated by me. But they weren't necessarily wanting to work with me yeah. or well, or doing certain things. But I was in the room, and yeah. I had the opportunity to earn their respect from that access given to me. I just didn't assume I had that respect. And that allowed me to, you know, meet people and and ask questions and ask for advice. I didn't ask for favors, you know, and things like that. I didn't assume I was deserving of something just because I was, uh, you know, uh, the bachelor or things like that. And I think that mindset has allowed me to continue to open more doors and and take advantage of the doors that have been opened.
1: Yeah, are there any doors that, you want to open? Is there like a North star that you're going towards? Like, I think your gift is definitely this advice and, and helping people without relationships. Um, I, I cannot wait to read this book just from this talk we've had today. Um, but is, is that your continuation you think of, of this path of, of like being a literary, you know,
4: uh, um, expert I in this know. space? I, mean, or?
0: I, you know, my podcast, the vile files, that's my, my passion. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I'd say hat. Like all of it talks about relationships in general, but it's a mix of relationships and pop culture, and a third of it is this kind of very specific advice stuff, and uh, which I really do enjoy. I, I don't, you know, like I, I, I'm not an expert. I didn't study this stuff. I, I, I do have, you know, I, I guess a gift for it, but I, I know what I'm good at, and I don't speak on things like I don't talk about attachment styles, and I don't diagnose like gaslighting because I'm not a fucking <laughs> therapist, and yeah. like, a, and quite frankly. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But (laughs) um, you know, I just and that's why a lot of what I talked about was very basic. Even today, it's like it's a lot of ego conversations. But it's just under it's the understanding of our choices that are really hard. I always say simple in theory, hard in practice. And so, uh, I really enjoy that. But building out my show, like I, I really like the podcast space. I love the entertainment space, and I you know want to. You know, grow in the audio space is something I like. Also, I do some hosting, and I, I've I've been studying acting since I've been out in LA, which is more of like a passion, ho- yeah. passion and hobby for me. And I, you know, I feel fortunate enough to, you know. Uh, you know, I don't have to survive on being yeah. getting acting work, so I can do it at my leisure yeah. and 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 study that. And so I just want to grow, build. I'm, I I want to just keep growing is my goal. I uh, but I also want to be flexible to like what opportunities might bring. Yeah. Any um, guess that you you really like that would just be Harry Styles is always and has been the dream. Yeah. Um, always. Uh, always. I I I had a moment with Harry Styles uh that really was a catalyst for that um i'm 99.9 percent sure we we locked eyes <laughs> and he checked me out while i was running <laughs>
1: that's well, all you need all you had all you use well, that open door
0: and i know and i and, and i know that i think this rather because and i and i joke because like up until this point i wasn't like a i wasn't a one direction fan and i wasn't even that big of a harry styles fan i mean from afar i was like yeah, it's like it seems like a cool fucking good dude but yeah. like whatevs and then I went to Coachella this year and Harry Styles performed and I was truly blown away. I mean, just magnificent performance, like what an absolutely charismatic I dream. I, I mean, it. it was really, I was just like taken away. I was just like, this guy is so fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> <is> so
2: cool. <laughs> I felt that so from his, cool. his
1: first audition. Like, I didn't even think he was as good of a singer as he is now in his first audition. Oh, he was oh. so charismatic. I, I was like, I, would, I almost yeah. would have maybe passed. So incredibly charismatic. Yeah. But now he's one
0: of the best singers. He's but, a. He's a yeah. You know, he's a beautiful singer, but he's just such a good performer. So yeah. It's just like that's it's uh. yeah. anyway, that reminded me of a time that about a year and a half prior to that, when I just you know, I, I actually you know, we're neighbors by the way. Um You I, and I, Harry Styles? No. Well you you
4: oh, I,
1: I live five minutes from
4: here. Oh okay. <laughs> I was like yeah.
1: it's so funny. Everyone we've had on the podcast lives like down the street. But I yeah. was
0: I was running in this neighborhood. And I was at the end of my run, and my gait was strong, and I was sweaty and tired, running my my shirt off. And so I wasn't totally paying attention. Yeah. But I was running this way, and a car pulled up to a stop sign, you know, and it was like off of Colfax. So, like, Colfax. So that's kind of a busy street. Uh And then I was running on that street, and he pulled off, this car pulled in from the neighborhood. And and I noticed them noticing me, yeah. yeah, you know, but I'm running and I'm yeah. like tired. So I'm not really paying attention, but I locked eyes. And then I remember r- still running. And I thought to myself, is that fucking Harry Styles? <laughs> like,
3: In and- our neighborhood. What is it like
2: to and- live my dream?
0: But hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I wasn't like, I still was like, I'm not totally sure if that was Harry Styles, yeah. but I was like curious enough that it, I I did DM him. I was like, it, it, it like I'm, yeah. I'm 50% that sure that was Harry Styles. So I'm just, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to DM the guy. And like I DM'd him because it was, he looked at me. Like he yeah. noted, he knew me. Like he was like,
2: you'd probably be watching the bachelor. You
0: know, I think he, he, yeah. he does.
2: Everyone you know. watches the and, bachelor. And My mom's dying that you're here. So
0: I DM'd him. I was like, Hey man, I don't know if that, like, I'm like, were you the guy? I just like saw while I was running. If so, big fan, whatever, never responded. But then after Seeing Harry at Coachella, I was reminded of this, and so then I, you know, my podcast, and I talked about my Harry Styles like moment at Coachella, and then I, I told this very story, and uh, someone from my uh, uh, audience uh, sent me a photo that same week that I was I told this story. Harry was photographed in this same black convertible Mercedes because I was like, he was driving this old school like convertible or black Mercedes. I don't know if it was sounds like Harry, and I was like that was, and I saw the picture. I was like, that's the fucking guy. That's him. him." So it had to have been Harry Styles.
3: Wow. Damn. You're telling me Harry's just driving around North Hollywood. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. He's just, I it got it like to live- I gotta start going on more. Dude, runs. We got to take our shirts off and go
1: running
0: right now.
2: It like yeah. to live billions of girls. Yeah, dreams? I know it's great. Hey, but guys. the reason why I
0: want him on is because like, what, here's what I noticed about Harry Styles is that, you know, he, like most of my audience are women on yeah. my show. I'd love it if guys uh, tapped into more of like this type of content and, and, and truly if you do like life gets a little easier. Cause again, this is not like everything we talked about today. It's not like girl talk. It's no, just, it's, it's, it's understanding it's, yourself people talk. And, It's
1: things that guys are almost sheltered from yeah, without even yeah. realizing it.
0: Uh, but what I noticed is that Harry was he's so good at connecting with his primarily like woman audience. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so I felt a bit of a, I was like just impressed by him. And I think, uh, seems to be an incredibly empathetic guy. He talks about like dating on a show. And I, and I have a, one of my shows is like giving dating and relationship advice. And I think it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. If Harry and I, uh could take some calls and, and give some dating advice you i think he'd be really quite good at it no i do too if you i need... had justin long on once who uh, you know if you're familiar with Justin him, Long, he's the he's yeah. the act the lead and he's just not that into you yeah. so and he's actually quite good at it really good wait, at giving same, advice. same guy from dodgeball right same guy from dodgeball okay yeah. wait, did you super see... very smart very empathetic very good at giving right what's advice. the
1: did you see the movie i don't know if it came out or it was about to come out um another justin long movie like that's the title and it's just need- Justin Long in a. Uh, like it, I want to see it so bad.
2: I'm gonna put this out there. If you need a mic stand or a tripod or anything, I will be that person. She's like, or a wiener um,
0: holder for him. Okay, if he comes, I'll let you know. But I feel like if I get this opportunity, which I'm not banking on it, but it's the goal. Uh, I also feel like
3: anything
2: you need I'm there. It's called
3: Justin Long's new movie. I'm there. (laughs) That's a hilarious title. That's his title. What's it called? Justin Long's
1: new movie. (laughs) I saw the trailer. It looked good. Um, and then uh, uh, honestly, who I think would also be great at that is Post Malone. I think he's, I think he would be too. I think he's very empathetic and very well thought out. Uh,
0: I think we tried to get him on once. But, you know, whatever happens. I believe that Harry's, uh, Harry Styles will come on my podcast. And I'm going to manifest that. I believe here. it's going to happen. Let's burn some sage. Uh, he's <laughs> also a Packer fan. I'm a huge Packer fan. We have a lot in common. Why is he a Packer fan? Uh, I'm not sure. I think maybe it was like on in London or something. But he is a Packer fan. He won the battle the other day um, with, with Tommy.
1: Tommy boy. But, yeah, oh. uh, get, get into the... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Packers played. Um, on oh, uh, Have you started uh, seeing they're doing Thursday night football? He's going tonight at AMC theaters, so you can like go watch with like a bunch of people. At like a movie theater. Really? I thought yeah. that was a great idea too. It is cool, yeah. but I
0: mean, I have a you know giant projector in my backyard. It has 4K. and I Okay, so
3: okay, so I'll go and, fuck myself. So when uh, can <laughs> we? When, when can we? <laughs> oh yeah, you over? guys should come over for a game. That yeah. would that be, be a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, let's do it tonight. I can yeah. fucking sell my. Well,
0: we have to wait till like a November when it because like projector it's, only works yeah. when it's dark out. Wow, that's Half time, I'll put on the
3: on the game. I was just excited because my Bengals are playing. Do you think they're gonna win? Against the Dolphins, I hope Dolphins so. are hot right now. I oh, know
0: Joe Burrow is my quarterback. I'm in my fantasy football league. Explain Yeah,
3: so you better hope they do well.
0: I I do I do I want I, I, I like the Bengals. Um, do you
1: like college football at all? <laughs> I like oh. I
0: like sports period. But I'm definitely more of an NFL yeah, guy.
1: Than I'm than more than of a, a college guy. Big college people. Well, Guys, who's you gotta you, got a, you the watch South. NBA? I'm Bucks. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they do this year.
3: Well, no, we got questions from the audience. We'll oh, do geez. rapid fire once. He's yeah, got to get out of here. Really yeah. uh, this person says, I want to be in a relationship, but I'm not in a good place mentally or physically. What should I do? Uh,
0: you should prioritize your mental health and okay. and and focus and prioritize yourself and and, and be your best self, whatever that is. Yeah. Because uh, you can't be your best self. You can't, you're not going to be a good partner or someone else. Do you, you believe in the,
2: in the short sentiment? You can't love somebody else without loving yourself?
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. You can't. Yeah.
0: Then, then, you're if you if you don't love yourself, then you're 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 going to be asking your partner of too much. Your yeah. then your reason for being in the relationship is to make them f- make you feel whole, and that's not what a partner is there for. They're there to like, you know, it's not it's not to fill that hole. You got to fill it for yourself. And so, yeah, it's great that you want a relationship. Let that be your goal, mm-hmm. uh, and use it as motivation to prioritize your mental emotional and physical health and and be your, and investing yourself and investing your friends and your time and that's that's like that's what people never take advantage of being single um, they're always wishing true. they're always trying to get out of that state of mind but like it's great to you know like when i started when i stopped stressing about not being in a relationship or feeling less than I was in a relationship. And I broke up with my last girlfriend, you know, it's just because we weren't compatible and I was sad that it ended. I was single for a long time and I started, I moved to a different city. I got a much better job. I took risks by accepting this crazy opportunity to go on the bachelor. Then I took another risk by moving, you know, and I just kept investing in myself and 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 prioritizing that and had i been in a relationship not, a lot of this might not have happened and, you know so this is
1: very cheesy but um there's this guy i like to listen to he goes don't invest in smp invest in sme like it's just <laughs> like it's finding mentors and it's like rather than yeah. putting money into this it's like putting money in the mentors and in like business people yeah anyway
0: that's boring. but that's a great that's a yeah that th- truly like people don't have that mindset enough to like you know um uh, Yeah. To invest in yourself. How is this making me better? How am I going to, what's my return on investment on this, me doing whatever this is, investing of my time. And then think of, and your equity is your energy. You should think about that. People are always talking about like thinking about not giving away their power Yeah, and then they don't think, and then I was like, what does that mean? It sounds like, you know, like I'm not giving like power is energy and just like energy is a car. And so when you, your equity is your energy. And what I mean by that is just like, well, you're, our, our energy, our time is not infinite. We wake up, we have limited time, we have limited energy to give. And if you, what if I what am I giving back? Getting What am I getting in return to this energy, whether in the short term or long term? You can think of that in relationships too. People are often like, again, giving a more than 100% or half, so much energy with someone, some fuck boy, some situationship where they're just like, give, 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 give. And the person's just like, eh, you know, you, you might know a little bit about that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so that's so that's that energy that just depletes you and depletes you. You're not getting anything back. It needs to be kind of a mixed thing. And if you know you want to make investments of your energy and time, and think about how am I gonna what, what am I gonna get back? I mean, and, yeah, back to like
1: the comic book um, and uh, like nerdiness uh, talk. Somebody of, that I've doesn't
2: been, like Marvel, you're making a lot of references. Well, no,
1: this isn't Marvel. This is more just like a this is a video game reference of you're a character kind of collecting skills. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you have an opportunity and some free time to, you know, pull up the, the XP on a certain things of relationships or your knowledge in business or whatever it is, it's, it's, that's where you're investing in yourself. A lot of people don't see that you're just like wielding a toolbox. Like you're the character of your own life and yeah. stitch that on a stupid pillow. I don't know why I just said that, <laughs> but, um, but, but it, yeah, it, it is, is yeah.
0: true. We are, we're so many of us, we all have wasted our energy you know, right, we've wasted our time, we've wasted our energy, and like we will freak out if we lose twenty bucks, you know? Uh huh. But we 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 will be so willing to just burn energy
3: yeah. and our time, and that's more valuable than any anything. Then that makes sense than any twenty dollars. Uh next question, what should I do? I like two people at the same time and don't know how to choose. Maybe you don't like either of them enough, you know? Oh, Ooh going down a road I did not think you'd go. <laughs> well, that's the short answer. Yeah, the yeah. long answer is flip a coin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, the, I would I would spend more time, longer answer, I'd spend more time thinking about what your non-negotiables and pet peeves are and what you really needed out of a relationship mm-hmm. and what your boundaries are. And then it Communicate those boundaries that you have for yourself and the relationships that you want. Communicate those to those people through telling them your expectations and see which one of them respects them more.
3: Yeah. I think also going back to what you were saying about, um, like you can... Like all these things about a person, but it's like, how do they act? How does each individual actually make you feel? Yeah, like because one might be really pretty and funny and whatever, but the other one like understands you on a deeper, more you know emotional. There you go. He's already dude. He's learning.
0: You came up with an answer based on what I said earlier, that I would be like, that's a better answer than what I just gave.
3: I've honestly learned a lot like my brain has, I've been really like kind of quiet because my brain has been churning this entire- I've also been doing the same thing. I'm
2: really Um, trying to pay attention here. But you're
0: right. Yeah, I would ask, let's go ask them how they're making you feel. Is one person making you feel validated or the other person maybe making you feel safe Mm -hmm. and and secure and loved, you know, and um, maybe that, second person might be your person
3: so this is i'll tie this into a, another question we had prepared the they just wrote so i like this boy but he's an asshole to me what do i do but we we're often wondering why we tend to go for people that
4: Heard are us. like we love that yeah
3: that are assholes egos because
0: yeah. if 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 this person who treated everyone else like shit oh treated me like a queen then i'm fucking special
4: Fuck, that makes wow. so
3: much yep. sense. The enti- that answers a as- lifelong question I've had. Dude, <laughs> you're
2: going to see Jared on was your like, Oh, you like- don't know what he's like uh, uh, behind closed doors. Like He's actually really sweet behind closed doors. Like You know yeah.
3: what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's like, be like, you fuckers, they- they're shitty to you because you're shitty. Yeah. They're exactly. special to me because I'm special.
3: Damn. Makes okay. sense. Hey, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. This person... Uh, my best friend started dating my ex behind my back and lied to my face about it. What should I do?
0: Should I read that one more time. I always get confused when it's yeah, like my know, cousin's best like, friend's boyfriend.
3: Okay, my best friend. Yeah, started dating my ex behind my back and then lied to him about it. I mean, uh,
0: listen, I I don't know how old this person is, but my my I'm gonna guess they're younger.
3: Oh, our audience is generally younger. Yeah. Actually, well, actually, the 20 uh, only I would say the the vocal part of okay, our okay, audience okay. is generally because only six percent is like below 18 yeah
0: my guess is this person had an expectation or a boundary for themselves is, is my my an assumed boundary that's they probably that probably wasn't communicated with the friend
3: yeah
4: do you think Which that is, needs don't, to be
2: communicated
0: for some people sure.
2: to not date your ex? Well,
3: because a court, well, sounds I mean, like it I, needed to be.
0: I, you know, you know what they say about assume it makes an ass. out
2: of uh, I mean, listen, you,
0: you, it depends on your circles. I mean, listen, like, uh, non-traditional relationships exist. Everyone's different with their expectations. Uh, yes, I, I get, I mean, I generally agree with you that like, it's like, it definitely like you know, that friend should check that with their, your friend's mistake was not going to you and, 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 you know, and not telling you. And that's what clearly the friend is doing something wrong. And it's probably my guess is the person who's writing in is like, it's not only are they doing it, but like they didn't go up to him and say, this is really awkward and I'm sorry, but like I just feel like I'm connecting with whatever the fuck and, and how do you feel about that? Because it's hard and uncomfortable and there's a risk and there's a fear of, I didn't want to tell you because I thought you'd be mad, bullshit and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and and so, but yeah, th- that all being said, what should you do about it? Like the, you know, if you care about this friendship, go to the friend and, and say more than anything, it, it hurt my feelings that you didn't just come to t- talk to me. And I'm not saying I wouldn't have been upset about that either. I have the right to be upset you know i have that's like you don't get to tell me i didn't get to like you not telling me like i don't i don't i don't get. i don't have to promise you i'm not gonna be upset for you to be honest with me like mm-hmm. that's not the yeah. price of yeah. your honesty yeah wow that's so true um but it still hurts my feelings you didn't go to me first and i would communicate that first and then and then and as far as if do you really care you know mm-hmm. like is it what is it to you like yeah. I mean, again, and it might might care. I don't know. Like, they did you date them for like three weeks? Did you date them for three years? You know, like there's that, a lot of
3: factors that, th- that can We vary. don't know in this question that you know, and and,
0: and then how much of your ego is playing a role of like you know they're choosing your friend over you and like listen, like that might just be too hard to get over. Like I fucking have fucking ego, and it's like <laughs> I might be I I might know like this is my fucking ego talking, but like either way, I'm not getting over this one. You know, like yeah, it yeah. might just be too hard. So. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of variables, but mm-hmm. more than anything, just communicate with your friend and see if you can salvage the friendship through saying like, I don't want this type of friendship or when, when difficult situations come up, like we just avoid it and and hope the other person doesn't find out.
3: Cause just like relationships, friendships are a form of relationship that need communication 100%. just as much, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: it's the same, it's literally the same. You're just not fucking.
3: <laughs> and then last question. Um do you find the the phrase if you li- if they like you you'll know if they don't like you you'll be confused Generally
0: yes yeah Okay well yeah. there you go It's <laughs> yeah. pretty simple I it's just the I would say the only caveat to that is like you know sometimes it takes a few dates to figure out whether you're interested in someone and mm-hmm. not everyone's going to be blown away yeah. on the first dates and and we we are dating in a world where we have so many apps and so many options that sometimes you know, uh you have to let people know you like them. <laughs>
4: you, <laughs> you have know?
1: to be very blunt. Do you believe about in the it? second date rule? What's that? It's just basically everyone can be a little weird on the first date, but yeah. you always give them that second date even if it went kind of bad.
0: Sure. What I uh, what I believe is everyone's been someone's bad date. Yeah. We've all not been ourselves. Yeah, it's not meant to make you feel self conscious. You know, we could be fatigued from going on too many dates. You had a bad day. You're not present. You're thinking about something else. And all of a sudden, the person's being like, they're not even paying attention to me. You, know? exactly. you don't even realize that you're yeah. the bad date. You know, you're just like you weren't into it, you know, whatever it is. And so, yeah, dating is hard. And uh, I, yeah, I absolutely agree, which is why I think first and second dates should be super simple, relatively cheap, super like not. Their, your job is not to impress someone and get them to like you. Your job is to get to know them. Definitely. I, I like that a lot. Um, where can people find this book? Go to go to vilefiles.com, dot scom And there's links to you know Amazon and, and bookshop.org and Barnes yeah, & well, and Noble. And there's an audio book as well. All that's going to be in the description if if and on the if screen. If you're dyslexic like me. Um, <laughs> How would you write a book if you're dyslexic? That's okay. That's question. we to cover. Yeah. 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 I'm not a writer. I don't know where commas go. Um, (laughs) but, and I told that to my editor, but the good news about writing a book is you just have to be able to put words on a piece of paper and power through like not having ideas. And it was really hard. I mean, there was definitely a part, uh, that I I had an actual conscious thought of like, may I'll just give the money back. (laughs) Um, when did you you start it? Beginning of the pandemic. Wow. Wow. took a while. It I went, mean, I really dragged my feet for yeah, the first yeah. eight, nine months because I didn't really know what I was writing. I was just like writing. I was like, uh, situation shifts. Let's start writing stuff. Yeah. And, then I'm, and Then I was like, I don't know if this is a book, but my editor, uh, they helped me like organize it and outline it. And they really put the book together. And yeah. then once we had a very rough draft and it became more fun and easy because I was like, oh, I'm missing this. I could add that. I, I, I saw the vision. So yeah. I I, it, I had to have the vision. I'm,
1: I'm more like screenplays and things like that. But I, I just commend you for even... Like finishing it and putting it out. Any tips you have for writers of, of just kind of you know just doing the thing?
0: Well, that's the advice I got, and I would just pass it along, which is like just literally just write, not yeah. judge your writing, you know, because that's that's what that's what gave me writer's block. Is like as I was writing, like trying to come up with the wittiest and most clever thing yeah. right away. Just like just if you have an idea, because I would I would do is I'd have this idea and then I would sit down and be like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> you know, because I was like trying to. Communicate the idea in like a great yeah, rip, some, some, way. Something
1: I try to do is I sit down and I I'll do it for an hour even, but I'll sit down maybe a timer for thirty minutes and I'm not allowed to stop typing. It it could be gibberish, it, yeah. It, it could be whatever. I, I it think is. that's a great. Uh, like eventually, you're going to come to an idea or something, a sentence that can lead to a longer sentence that I, leads yeah. to a page. You know.
0: I think it's a great writing exercise. So like I didn't I didn't go to that length, but yes, I just I just powered through the like I don't have to fucking write, but I just started kept writing things and and did more of that. And then once I got to that, again, that first very rough draft, then I saw the vision and I could fill in the whole, like, then I, I, again, I saw the goal because it's hard, the hardest part for me starting the book, like, I didn't have a story in my mind or anything that it was just like, they were like, write a book about dating. You know, uh, cause I had all these like Q and A's cause I came to them and pitched them essentially a coffee table book, which is yeah. like, I have all these like Q and A's I've been like doing for years and I just like have them. So how about here you go format it and make it pretty. And like <laughs> yeah. be, like one of those like things they sell at like, you know, uh, urban outfitters yeah. 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 like that. Uh, but then they asked me to write the book and, they, and I finally, like I reluctantly agreed and that, but I didn't have like a plan. So I didn't know where I was going. And so yeah. I was just like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. But once I had that plan, and once I saw the outline, it, be, it be actually not only became easier, but it became fun. I wish I would have, I uh, if I had regret, is I would have powered through more um, and got to that first stage faster because I was like submitting pages and like past the, like, you know, we can't, you like, we're, we need to put this book together type of thing yeah. because it became like, you know, I was like, it was like really flowing, but the start was fucking brutal. What was that feeling like that
1: first copy in your hand? Like, this is the book, you know, I, I've, I've got a book.
0: That was pretty cool. Yeah. Cause yeah. at first they, they send you the digital copy first, and like I, I'm not a, again. I'm dyslexic. I'm not a big reader, mm-hmm. but I, I guess narcissistically, I've read my book a few times because <laughs> I'm always. It's part of. It's part nar- probably narcissism, and then part um, um, imposter syndrome of being like, you know, worrying about like the stuff in the book, being like, like it's not fucking groundbreaking shit, you know, yeah. like it's just it's conceptualizing. Simple things, and yeah. so I was always self conscious, being like, "This is gonna be stupid." So I'd go back and read, and be like, nah, "I think it's okay." <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, it I actually like it, um, and so I did that a lot. But like, so reading it, reading the digital, like, complete book was cool, but like, actually holding it was definitely. I you know, think it'd be cool for thing. one
3: day
1: you go back to get your own advice. It's like, oh, thanks, Nick.
0: And, and, you know, I mean, truly, I wrote the book with that in mind—not necessarily give myself advice, but like, it's certainly meant to be read through from beginning to end. But at the same time, um, I also wrote it like to be used as like as a guide to like refer back to like yeah. to refer to again. Like yeah. you're, out, you're out there dating again and maybe you find yourself like, am I in a fucking situation ship again? You know, yeah. turn to, or dealing with fuckboys and players. Or mm-hmm. if you're like, there's literally a whole chapter about deciding whether you want to move in with a significant other. And there's like, there's always takeaways whether you can relate to that specific experience or not. Like there's a there's, there's nuggets you can pull from it. But I wrote it with that idea in mind. Like truly that if I... Uh, you know, if 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 I you know I'm in a relationship now, but let's say she fucking cheated on me tomorrow, or let's say we're having a problem, like I, I I wrote it so that I could go back and you know remind myself of of certain things. You know, it's hard to take our own advice sometimes too, and and again, like simple in theory, hard in practice, like. These ideas are simple, but we have to constantly remind ourselves of those, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck, yeah. I'm being an ass again. Or I'm fucking, I'm not listening to myself. I lied to myself again. You know, these, these are so hard to do. I think uh, um, I think I, I signed up for something. It's like, it's good, good reads, maybe.
1: I don't know what it's called read-wise. I don't know what it's called. But if you have there's a kindle version i assume
0: i think so
4: yeah
1: yeah so like what i like to do like even with this book or um the other book that we were talking about it, it it's like an e this isn't a plug at all but it's an email service where you highlight things you really want to remember and then every day it sends you like five highlights from the book so you're just constantly reminded of
4: that's super cool yeah, oh, yeah. it's actually
1: really it's cool. interesting yeah, yeah. I, I have no equity in this one but um <laughs> but no that's a good idea yeah yeah it was cool. uh
0: yeah so it's meant to be like that where i and so literally i think uh um, yeah, so not only it's just like a book you read, but definitely great for a friend who's like yeah. going through it. Especially yeah. if you're the friend who just won't, you know, like like <laughs> your friends in the past should have bought it. Yeah. <laughs> like,
4: you
1: know the title's also uh, funny enough where you can give it to someone and it doesn't look like you re- like I don't know. You're not calling them out for an intervention if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, like
0: uh, <laughs> how to not die alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> an
2: intense book. Zach was like, "You should read this," and I was like, "What the fuck."
4: Why should I read it? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean it's a great title.
4: Yeah, you know it's me? a great uh, title.
0: But but uh, yeah, I wanted it to be a little. Uh, you know, The shit's hard, and <laughs> you get and a not, little bit of a sad uh, boy, and, Mike. and not be yeah, judged, and not be judgmental. But um, yeah, I, I it's I, I I thought it would be relatable, but also playful because yeah. the shit's hard, and we have to be able to laugh ourselves at yeah. ourselves for our mistakes that we make when it comes to this type of I, shit. I
2: can't wait to start reading this. I think Uh, I should have read it yesterday.
0: I'd love to know. Can I ask you a favor? If you read it and you, I mean, I'm going to, if you like it, but whatever (laughs) you think of it, uh, good or bad. uh, If you want to do like a TikTok lie with me.
4: I would
2: love that. That'd be great. I would love that. Okay. I will definitely. That'd be fun. You know, yeah. Now you
0: get,
1: now you, that means you have to finish it now.
2: I will. All right. I can probably finish it. How many pages is it?
0: It's 200. It's Oh, it's, it's not short. even, it's not even a, yeah, it's an, it's an easy fucking read. Okay, great. Half of them are those, like some of them are QA's. I'd say it's a good, like 170 of solid pages, yeah. but.
2: I'm more like, I'm recently getting myself back into the reading because I used to love it. And then I just stopped for years and now I'm like regaining a love for it. So when I really get into a book, I can finish it in a couple days. So I'm very excited. Right. I would love to do a TikTok too. live and, and discuss it. And as somebody that desperately needs the advice on things like this, I'm interested to see. I'm going to write my perspective on a few things beforehand and then how that's changed after.
0: I love that. Oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Also, you guys have a great show, by the way. You're is, very, oh, you're thanks very thanks. good yeah. at this. You're isn't? a fantastic yeah. guest. Oh, you, no. You the are, best part is you guys is, are great hosts. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: best part is you You have a podcast. So no, you know, um, how, to yeah. you know yeah. how to talk. You know how to talk.
0: It's it's nice to work with professionals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you bring up there. So you went through the situation. They're like, yeah. I did. And then you're
2: like, okay, well,
1: how was it? bad bad. okay i
0: don't really want to talk yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, well cool let's uh stop annoying him with our love life questions and uh get you i guess you can't go anywhere but um but thank you so much for coming on and and we have all the links in the description for his book i i really highly recommend it from what i've read and excited for you and from what i've heard
2: in person of you i would definitely start to recommend the book we haven't even read it but like just based on the Hour and a half, two hours of advice we've gotten. No, a I, lot of my perspectives have already been changed. So no, well, I, I appreciate
1: it, guys. I, I think you, I, I'm candidly, I, I haven't seen The Bachelor, but but I think you're a great <laughs> person regardless. <laughs> what and, um, I, I, never? I, okay. You I'm
4: know there. what? I think you would
2: really like it.
1: You? Well, like it. I only watch your. Season. You would you, <laughs> would, you
0: would, you would reluctantly like it because yeah. you wouldn't like it, like it, but you would it's have not, an opinion. And that, that's that the thing.
2: I'd be watching this show, and I'm yeah. like, what the. There's no way there's like, it, it's. Wild,
1: yeah, wild. Well, it's cool. It was also cool to just break you down without knowing all that and relate to you on this level because we've met just at parties and I knew you just as like the guy I met at parties and it was cool to. We have a lot of like the same uh, thoughts on certain things, so that was really cool. And um, we're gonna be hitting you up for that projection. Don't think we're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd love,
0: yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to show you guys. I love showing off my projector. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that would be so cool. And then Jared, I'd love for you to shoot that shot. Oh God. Okay.
2: <laughs>
4: okay. Um, well,
2: um, because
0: what? the worst thing that can happen is she doesn't like you and you'll be fine. But at least you fucking tried, dude. That's true.
1: And that's a story for a podcast, and that's what we do. And you know (laughs) what? what And you
0: know what? Here's also like for all the guys out there. This is specifically for the guys, because guys don't handle rejection very well. Mm -hmm. Um, you just gotta reframe how you see rejection. And then here and, and, and rejection is also an opportunity. So let's say you shoot your shot with this person. And I know this person, right? And I know that you and this person hang out and like similar social social circles. Um, And my guess is maybe if you were like worrying about your fears of shooting your shot, your fear is like, well, if it doesn't go the way I want, I'm not going to be able to show my face, (laughs) you know, at a party here and there and blah, 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 blah. And so what I would disagree with that logic and you have to seize an opportunity because again, whether someone likes you or not, nothing is more attractive than confidence for both genders. And I know from hearing and talking to a lot of women, they're particularly fond of confident people. And so if you got That's rejected true. by this person, she's like, gives you the, oh, you know, I just like you as a friend, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And you like really worked on your ability to be chill as fuck and still fun and still cool around her. And the next time you see her, she's going to be worried about like, oh, this is the guy who like asked me out and he's going to be weird around me. And then not being weird around her and like not making her feel like she did anything wrong and be super. And, and then like, just be like totally confident about it. Like she's going to be like, I just rejected that guy and I expected him to be fucking weird and awkward. And he's just been like fucking cool around me. She will find that attractive. I'm not saying it's going to make her want to fuck you, but I'm just saying it's going to she's going to see that as an attractive quality and it's going to make her curious and it's going to surprise her and that surprises people when they handle a rejection really well so you have nothing to lose because you have the opportunity to at a minimum surprise somebody and
3: here's wow. a, a, a again brain churning i love right a now. good
1: dumb analogy and I, I love hitting them with you uh <laughs> hitting them at you but okay so when we buy something for the business as long as we go tax write-off it, it's kind of you immediately
2: go so i think sometimes speaking you, of which what the hell's the well,
1: hold on one second i think i think <laughs> you need to go for like a mind, like a human emotional write-off. It's like, this is going to maybe make me a better person or, ch- or, or make me learn something. So that's an emotional write-off for you where you don't have to put as much weight into it. Cause it technically doesn't cost as much. You know what I mean? Oh, Oh, good, just something good to think analogy. about. Okay. Just so,
0: assume she's not going to like you. Yeah. Just yeah. Say hi. What's the, what's the difference? He's like, that's what I already I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, trust me. I think I know it.
1: Let's speak just, a, we can speak in
3: absolutes about that.
0: But, yeah, like, yeah. She probably will turn you down.
3: Probably, yeah. But it's it's about, it's about learning and growing. But you have
0: an opportunity to surprise her exactly. and surprise yourself.
3: And you've got a podcast, and that's all. It's and that's you, all you just that need matters. stories. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah I, got a I just partner. need
4: to live <laughs> life
1: a little. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, um, well, cool. Uh, did we already say Instagram and on I in, did ya- all that? Oh no, I was going to ask him where he was. That's my bit. That's her job. Oh, so, okay. My bad.
2: <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Dropouts. If you guys want any more sound sound advice, make sure to go check out his new book. Don't text your ex. Happy birthday, dear deals. Um, Where can you find all your bits and bobs?
0: Uh, Nick Vile on Instagram and TikTok. Nice. I mean, Probably. I have Twitter too, but it's different. It's too long. And <laughs> <dumb. Yeah. laughs> Well, thank
2: <laughs> you guys so much for joining us. I'm Indiana. That's Sec Justice. That's Get Brand Music. This is... Dropouts. You. Hey.
1: Nick.
0: Oh, Nick Vile. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: If you stay till the end, um, show me uh send me a screenshot of of getting his book and I'll and I'll respond to you.
0: And, oh, and that means time. so much. Yeah, yeah. So
2: make sure well, you well, check us guys. out on Instagram at Dropouts Pod and on TikTok at Dropouts Podcast. We'll see you guys next week for another a- episode and of if Dropouts.
0: If you review the book and you put it on social and tag me, I'll share it.
1: There Perfect. we go. Easy. Perfect. Go get the book, you idiot. Perfect. Thanks.
4: I'm just going to get a couple